Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. Hey there, when you think Klein Alley Show, you think easy, right? Mainly because of our looks, yes. But now when you think easy, you should think San Bernardino International Airport. Because San Bernardino International Airport is the best way to fly out of SoCal. Yes, we did it recently, and it was an easy, convenient experience. In fact, our friend Johnny on the show took his first flight out of San Bernardino International Airport. It's the easiest way to get out of Southern California. Trust us. Plus, parking is just five bucks a day. El Chipo loves that. And now, a brand new episode of Klein Alley Show. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to a new week. It is Monday morning here, the world-famous K-Rock, Klein Alley Show Live yet again. What are we entering? The, uh, what's today, the 20th of December or something? Today would be the 18th of December. Yeah, whatever. We're still here, so if you need us, 800-520-1067 to interact with the show. I'm Klein. There's Ali. Morning. We got DJ Omar Khan. Hello. Somewhere there uh, is Jake Zinerd. What's that? Postmaster Johnny is full of hype and excitement this morning at 800-520-1067. And also, there's Vanessa. We are your show. Thanks for hanging out. we got lots to get to today. A live in-studio performance from Lovely the Band yet again. <laughs> they want more. They said We that, can't <laughs> stop sharing the love. It's just more There's love to so share. There's so much more. That's not true. Uh, Wolves of Glendale will be by. Funny band, if you're not familiar with them yet, you they will be. They take toys from children. They, that's right. And today we are asking them to come in here and take all the toys that we collected <laughs> on Friday. It's so funny. And burn them in front of them. A uh, little thing that I was unaware of. I think Omar, I, I don't think any of us knew what had happened, but everyone we asked that showed up on Friday's live broadcast to bring an unwrapped toy, and I didn't realize that the generosity of the audience, they filled up. Uh, multiple, multiple bins. So much yeah, so that... Yeah, I saw that them on the way out. There's a lot of them. They ran out of the bin. They brought bins thinking, no, we'll bring enough bins and an extra one. And then they ran out of all the bins. So Allie and I also brought toys because, you know, we're not just going to ask you to do something if we're not going to do it ourselves. We put our toys on display by the uh, broadcast booth just because we thought it was festive. Well, at the end of the whole event, we tried to hand them to someone, one of the Marines, and they go, they're gone already. They're like, it, get out of here with that. Yeah. You <laughs> handed me a toy, you creep. Yeah, and then we go, hold on, what about the toys we brought? And they go, well, just bring them home with you. And we go, what? I know. We brought, and of course, El Cheapo was all like fake upset, you know? It's like, oh, no. Oh, darn it. I'll have to return I just it. have to. No, I actually have our toys in my car, and I'm going to find some kind of another Pawn toy. Pawn shop. I'm going <laughs> to what are you going to find? Well, one of them's a radio for, for babies. I know. There's we, no way I can pawn that. So we no, feel, I'm going to find another like toy drop-off today. It's, it's not a radio for babies? That's the gift you brought? Yeah. It wow. was. It's a radio. What the hell? It's a little toy radio, and Wesley had one when he was a baby, and he loved it. You know why, Omar? Because when they're that young, they can't say, no, 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 I listen to Spotify now. Exactly. Uh, there you go. Yeah. You got to at least it. introduce, there's so much like outdated technology that you give to babies now. It's like, look at this beautiful clock. And it's like, no they're one knows how to read clocks anymore. Yeah. yeah. Allie thought she got a toy for a baby that was a radio, but it was an actual radio. She, like, she, <laughs> like it looked like a toy and it was cheaper yeah. than a toy, but it was actually a working yeah. real life radio. I got radio. an offer up. So <laughs> it's free. <laughs> They're free. Uh, enjoy it. We got uh, today for you on the show just by spending some time with us, of course. You, we will embarrass ourselves. We'll embarrass each other. That's pretty much par for course around here. We also have, you know, Allie won the uh, the big company raffle at the holiday party. She got herself uh, four lift tickets. Yeah. 
and we made you... I never win anything. We either. made you verbally promise ahead of time that if... Well, we all said if any of us win the raffle, we will just take whatever gift we win and we You will. said that. You all said that. I've got audio. I've got audio here of us I all agreeing. Agree. Well, someone's going to win what we want. So it'll be like you won our, our company raffle without having to work at this company, which is really <laughs> the greatest gift of all. So we'll get to all that coming up after Foo Fighters K-Rock. K-Rock. Fine Alley Show. If you need us, we're here for you. Love the interaction. The number is 800-520-1067. A sincere thank you to everyone who made it out for the live show on Friday. Hopefully you had a good time if you made it out there. And not everyone was motorboating Jake or making out with Jake's dog. Uh, some people just came, showed up, got some Depeche Mode tickets, got a live yeah. concert. I had too many shots. Ate I... some breakfast burritos. Yeah, I, I found myself getting more more inebriated than I thought I would have gotten and then uh, I had to wait around to kind of yeah. sober up mm -hmm. and I was all excited because Postmaster Johnny goes um, hey guys uh, I'm going to put in the order for the breakfast what do you guys want and I was like great all morning I've been watching these people eating the breakfast burritos they look delicious you know very few people on the planet appreciate or love a breakfast burrito more than this guy right here of course it's my breakfast of choice if I'm ever at a place that offers a breakfast burrito it's probably going to be my go-to order I also believe breakfast burritos are great throughout the day if I'm at a place that has day like 24 hour breakfast even if it's middle of the day late in the day I'll almost always go breakfast yeah, burrito you don't discriminate time of day when it comes I to do breakfast not. burritos so Johnny gets uh, he's like yeah dude I'm gonna get I'm gonna get us all breakfast burritos I was like dude awesome good even job. I was like alright I'll do a breakfast burrito even Allie's like I'm kind of watching my weight and we all had a good chuckle <laughs> and then she's like no I'm being serious but I'll have a breakfast burrito <laughs> and we're like ah there she is <laughs> so we're all excited and we're making small talk and I think all of us are kind of at that point now where we're ready to go but we're also going these they breakfast cleaned burritos, up everything from right. the broadcast the everything was gone gone and we're like mm, breakfast burritos should be here by now it doesn't take that long it's one of the best parts about a breakfast burrito is that really from ordering to when it's done it's, uh, it's a five to seven minute process yeah. tops I think that it had been 30 to 45 minutes at least yeah so we're sitting there and we're making small talk and there's a few people that are str stragglers I mean a lot of people left but there's a few stragglers and then we're making conversation and it's getting and we keep kind of going any moment now any moment now and then uh, it's been about an hour now I finally yeah. say to Johnny hey uh, you want to check on those breakfast burritos he goes oh dude no kitchen's closed they're not doing them <laughs> and we're like, we were like what the hell were you going to tell anyone he goes no well I guess I could have yeah you, you uh, guys were just having a good time hanging yeah, out yes, there after it had been, the show dude, which it, we were it, but it no, was not like me, not me okay I was holy though, crap man and then eventually it, I was like dude Johnny Omar it had been I'm not making an this hour up is over, insane. over it an hour I give you 15 been. minutes an hour is crazy over an hour and we at a point where I was now having my third conversation with some of the <laughs> listeners that it's hung out longer wow. and I, even and the I, listeners were like what are you still doing here I know don't you yeah. have a life? Yeah, there's one guy that I thought was a listener. I was talking to him. He's like, I was like, so you're going to stick around all day? He's like, yes, I work here. Yes, I was like, I'm oh. a waiter. Okay, I didn't realize. <laughs> you want to check out those breakfast burritos? He goes, there's nothing in the system. So, Johnny, what happened, dude? Okay, first of all, it was not an hour. It was about like 20 minutes. No, plus. it was not. It yes, was, it was. Dude, show ends at 10, and this was north of 11 o'clock. Yeah, it was I, 11 o'clock. I didn't get in my car until 11.15, and most of that time I was sitting around waiting for a breakfast burrito. Uh, yeah, okay, that's kind of right. But, <laughs> really, though, he's okay. like the opposite of Jake. Jake will, <laughs> yeah, hold totally. everything, you, no matter how true it is, he will never no. admit it. Okay, yeah. And Johnny's <laughs> like, you break him so easily. Yeah. One follow-up. You're right. 
So oh okay, yeah, but okay. So like, I waited till after the show was done because you know we got a, the show is a priority. And then uh, our what are you talking about? During the you go to IHOP all the time mid show. What? That, no. Yeah, you know what, Omar? <laughs> good no, point. We, we Omar. yelled at him. Actually great, great point. Uh, the show's the, the, the show's the priority. But the second you're even a little bit hungry, I can't find you during the show, and you're across the street at IHOP. Because I got a bag of nuts in my uh, desk, so I, that I or IHOP's gas too. Yeah, I like IHOP. Yeah. So all right, once again, he's backing up all on right. that point. Now I'm just right. confused about the nuts in the drawer. But let's move on. So to, to the topic at hand here, <laughs> at what point do you find out when you tell us breakfast burritos are on the way that they're not on the way? Because you never shared that. That's the most important. It must bit. have been right away. Did you? Go because it's not like someone would write down his order and be like, "Okay." Right. So so you went in there and said, "Hey, everyone wants breakfast burritos." Yeah, I want to go ask because I was like, "Hey, this is taking a while." So I asked the dude, and he's. Just like, oh, I'm sorry, my friend. The kitchen's closed. Your orders came in late. But I was like, what? We had a what? tab open and stuff, and we're still here. We're still doing the show. He's like, yeah, but we're opening up in like 15 minutes, so we closed the kitchen. I was like, wouldn't you keep the kitchen open? Because we're you're gonna open up your restaurant. And then I was gonna, I was really gonna come tell you guys, but I got distracted by Vanessa's friends, and then they're really sweet. Oh. oh yeah, Vanessa had some hot oh, friends. Woman got in after away. the show. Is that what, he, what happened he, he, here? Yeah, he was flirt. He was flirting. He was like hitting on Vanessa's. But friends. it also sounds like the kitchen reopened. It did reopen. That's so why I was why mad. So why did we get food then? Yeah, because trust me, if they said they're closing for 15 minutes, we were long past that window, dude. <laughs> we were still sitting around there. I know exactly, and it's like our burritos were going to be free. You could have taken the egg out. It would have been a regular burrito. Hundred percent. Lunchtime. Dude. So. All right. So what well, happened? It sounds like the kitchen was open. It, it was open because Omar, as I'm sitting there waiting and we're making nice small talk uh, with people, I see other things on trays being carried out of the kitchen <laughs> with that look like food. Yeah. So, I, I, so Johnny, I fear like went went to non a non waiter or not like like he I, I feel like he went to a listener and said, "Hey, can we get four breakfast burritos?" And I think like, he asked Lovely the band for burritos. Yeah, I think that's. Did you order with the band, dude? <laughs> I, I think it was the bartender. All right. Whatever it was. It's now been all weekend. I'm still thinking about these breakfast burritos I never got. It's really It definitely affected my day because then I went home and I took a nap and I woke up hungover at like 2 p.m. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? Remember when they cut Homer off at the all-you-can-eat shrimp buffet and the guy had to go fishing to try to eat more shrimp? <laughs> That's how I felt. That, like all weekend, I was like, something just feels incomplete no, about this if weekend. If I had had that breakfast burrito, I would have been... Perfect. Yeah, life would be totally different for us. Well, anyway, it was nice to see you if you came out. K K R R R O Q. The Cantina Show was amazing. This is Blind Charlie. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Vanessa, for turning me on to Odyssey. I can listen to K-Rock once again. They dropped it off of Apple Music, and I was <laughs> a sad panda, and I couldn't listen to you guys, but now I can Yay, everything is right in the world. Thank you again so much. I had such a great time meeting everybody it was a fantastic experience you guys do amazing live shows thank you again we're huge in the blind community that guy didn't have to look at any of it and he enjoyed it very much and he, somehow he figured out how to get a breakfast burrito because i saw him going ham on one during the show i mean it is it does make sense because every time we do an event there's at least one blind person there and I think that it just kind of goes to show, Klein, that we are better when you can't see us. Better when you can't see, better when you can't hear. Hey, quick break. 100 bucks of Valley's money's up for grabs. It can be yours next. This is the last week as we pay the people into the new year. 800-520-1067.
We'll come back and pay you next. If you'd like to play, call us now. Everyone loves traditions this time of year. One of our daily traditions on the show is giving you a shot to take 100 bucks of Allie's money. Little Allie knows the news action. Uh, hopefully you've been paying a little bit of attention to what's been going on in the world. And if you have been and you know more than that woman right there, we reward you handsomely, not only with a brand new DIY theme song, which Allie's going to hate, but 100 bucks of her money. Take a listen. Her mom's a throat goat that'll slurp your spleen. Ew! Let's find out this cuckold knows the news. Beautiful song. Thank you. Very I clever. Like, I like disgusting. It's like really simple words, but people have found hundreds of ways to give us oh. new theme songs every single day. Allie, people all over Southern California want a piece of your money. Let's say hi to Jacob. What's up? Hi. Good morning. Good How are you? morning. Doing great. I got five questions here. You feeling lucky and smart? Yes, of course. Great. Okay. Allie's going to sequester gonna go. herself as she leaves the studio, and she's going to go gag thinking about the songs you just heard about her mother. The throat goat and uh, your five questions about the world start right now. Allie knows the news. This Los Angeles Lakers legend was seriously hurt after falling down this past weekend. Which legend is currently on injured reserve? Magic Johnson. Question number two Costco announced that they sold $100 million. Worth of what last quarter? Gold bars. Question number three. Which bowl did UCLA win this past weekend? Which bowl did UCLA win? Which bowl? Bowl, bowl with a B. Oh, uh, the LA Festival Bowl. Was that SoFi? Jesus, I don't know. Uh, I got a question number four. (laughs) This Jeopardy host says the show has informed them that they are no longer needed in the hosting role. Who will no longer be host Uh, of Jeopardy? Mayim Bialik. And finally, question number five. The original drummer for this hard rock, classic rock band died at the age of 77. Uh, ACDC. All right, nice job. Uh, You put in a great effort, especially on a Monday morning. I don't think Ali's going to know quite a few of these. (laughs) Let's uh, send, send her back in. Send in the daughter of the throat goat now so that we can give her a shot at answering these questions as well. And uh, Jacob put in, Allie, I'm going to tell you, no dummy. You've dealt with a really? lot of dummies this year. This guy's no dummy. Yikes, okay. Here we go. You're gonna. You're already going to lose your uh, your prize you won at the company holiday party. Imagine if you lose $100 too. I never too. said I was okay with giving that away. We're gonna, I got the audio right here. We'll listen to it in a moment. Question number one. This Lakers legend seriously hurt. After falling over this weekend. Oh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay, he said Magic Johnson. Ali said Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and it is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. She goes up one nothing. Get well soon. Kareem, go to question number two. Costco announced that they sold $100 million worth of what this past quarter? Oh, gold bars. He said that as well. It's gold bars. Oh, wow. Talked about that story a few months ago. We all had a good laugh. Who's buying their gold from Costco? Turns out everyone. And they were like teeny tiny little gold yeah, bars. Yeah, you thought they'd be big bars. They were little slivers of gold. Regardless, though. Worth it. Allie is up 2-1. We've got a question number three. Which bowl did UCLA win this weekend? The LA Bowl. All right. He said the LA Festival Bowl, which I can't really... Except Aww. it was the L.A. Bowl. Technically, the hey. L.A. Bowl hosted by Rob Gronkowski. But regardless, <laughs> Allie goes up 3-1 with two questions left. Gets good starting right now. This Jeopardy host says that they were informed by the show that they will no longer be needed oh, as host. Uh, Mayim Bialik. He said that as well. That's correct. Bye-bye, Blossom. Aww. 
She's out. <laughs> and I know she was in a show since then that I didn't watch, but it was a much more popular show. I think it's called Call Me Cat. No, no, no. Not that one. No? The, she was in the... Was it Big Bang Theory or something? Well, yeah. She was on that show. Go to question number five. And he got that as well. So Ali is up still by two. Your final question. I think she will. Yeah, she did. <laughs> That's just basic math right there. But we'll, <laughs> Give it to me anyway. Well, let's see how she does, though. I mean, the uh, original drummer... This hard rock, classic rock band died at the age of 77 over the weekend. Oh. Mm, kiss. Good guess. But he said it, ACDC, and he's right. Oh. So. Well, you're still right. so lost. Sorry. Nice uh, nice effort, though, Jacob. Allie's going to go ahead and put her 100 bucks back in her fanny pack. And what must you shamefully admit over the airwaves of K-Rock? Thank you so much. Hope <laughs> you guys have a great day. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go with that instead. Whatever, loser. Yeah, thank you, Allie. That was the most pleasant contestant we've ever had. <laughs> he was smart. He had a good phone connection. Get out of here. Still have to insult him on the way out. <laughs> More stuff for you to win later this morning with us on K-Rock and some damning audio evidence that will rock the very foundation of Allie's life next, K-Rock. All right, a chance for you to win something decent now from us on K-Rock. It's Klein Allie's show. Hey, first, before we move on totally past this conversation we got into earlier, on our phone right now, the return of the great Blind Charlie live and in the flesh. Hey, Blind Charlie, what's up? Oh. Well, was... He's lost another sense. Damn it. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone signed to Charlie and tell him he's on the air right now. Can he do that? Signed to him. That doesn't work? no difference. I think he's accidentally muted his phone. Charlie! He's there, but... He Can you hear me? You're he... supposed to have super hearing. He claims because of his super hearing, he actually <laughs> did hear Postmaster Johnny order the breakfast burritos from all the way across the venue, but he's... Uh... Charlie! Charlie, tap oh, on the table four times if you can hear us. <laughs> You know, Charlie. I'll put him back on. Try to try, try to find out where Charlie went. With guys. a long distance girlfriend from Alaska, and we all kind of thought he was eventually going to get murdered. Maybe it finally happened. Yeah, right on the air. I think at some point during the show, it, it erupted into a chant of murder. That was weird. <laughs> so uh, we had our company holiday party last week. Maybe you're doing that this week, or by now I've, you've probably had it. I feel like this past weekend I knew a lot of people that were off to their company holiday parties. Yeah, I think if any are happening this week, they're probably betting on nobody coming. Right. I think all the companies that are doing well, profitable wise, you know, et cetera probably had their parties this past weekend. Yes. That was that was when things were at their most expensive. You wanted to rent a venue, you needed a caterer, all that stuff Those was, are the cheating ones. was getting marked up nicely over the yeah, weekend because that's a prime time for the holiday party, the Saturday before. So we had ours last week on Wednesday, middle of the day. Uh, as expected, it was a super lame paint and pour bash. But uh, excuse me, I thought the painting was awesome. Right, you like because it. you went in the other area, you socialized, you ate. By the way, there were no light bites, very heavy bites. And you got to socialize. You got to pour your own drinks for yourself. You don't have to get the shady look from the bartender. Then when you're done with the awkward sales conversations, you go in there and paint something. We did uh, have a conversation right before that party and talked about the raffle, which is the best part of any company party. It's not the mingling. I mean, yes, there's always the chance that, you know, a couple of people are going to get drunk. Your boss is going to do something embarrassing that you can forever hold over their head. That's cool. But the reality is what people like most is the fact that the company usually take some stuff that they figure out a way to expense through their bottom line and then give it to you, the underling that works there. And oftentimes it's like big TVs or it's, uh, I think the first time in my life I ever remember, even ever remember seeing like a flat, real flat TV mm -hmm. was at a company party years ago and the thing was probably worth $10,000 and I remember they were going to give it away to someone it's else. It's the closest thing that we've ever had to any kind of Christmas bonus. It is the cl as close as it gets. And even though we've never won anything. And no, any we got of a hoodie once. We didn't win that, though. They gave that to everyone, and it was terrible. And I think I gave it to Goodwill, and I think they gave it back to me. 
It never <laughs> happened before. So here's a, a conversation we had leading up to the party because we did decide this year, in the spirit of the holidays, if we win anything, let's be honest, we're nothing without you. If you're not spending any time listening to the show right now, even if you're listening accidentally in the back of a ride share, you are the lifeblood of this show. We are insignificant in the process. You are the most important part. So we said let's give any gifts we get as much as selfishly we'd love to keep them. Let's immediately give them to the audience. Mm. You see, even that noise you make right there is that is the most unholiday noise you can I make. I never win anything, Klein. Oh, you say that. So here's the conversation, and it sounds like at the end of it you agreed that you would be a part of this. Now, the reason I bring this up now is because, lo and behold... Allie is the only one that actually did win something at the uh, company party. I mushed my own damn self. And here's the conversation. What were the other prizes, by the way? Uh, it, it, was a lot, one, but... it was a lot of stuff like uh, go take over the suite at a Lakers game or... Oh, that's yeah, that was good. Cool. There was some decent stuff there. There was uh, They were think, mostly all like things to go to. Disneyland events, stuff, yeah. tickets to oh, concerts. Right. I mean, it was cool, cool stuff, good stuff, you know? And um, Allie won four... No big TVs. No big TVs. Allie won four lift tickets... Um, and it's a mountain uh, high, I believe. Listen, this is the conversation we got into ahead of time. You tell me if she agreed to it or not. I think she did. Valley wins anything in the raffle. We'll give it away tomorrow on the end. No, goddamn it! <laughs> if it's something <laughs> okay. No, no. See, already she said <laughs> if it's something essy, okay. And I know four lift tickets is not essy. That's a good prize right there. Yeah. And Allie, at the very least, was thinking I know her the way her brain works. The very least, she said, well, "I'll resell it." I'm not gonna resell the. I you can't even do that. But yeah, that was your first in inclination, though. You probably, like, researched it, right? No, I didn't research you, it. I feel like you did. <laughs> no, I did not. Are you one of these people if someone gives you a present, the first thing you do is look it up to see what, it's, what the value is? My first thought when I won was, what is the value of this? Okay. Yes, see, thank but you, I, but thank I you for think, admitting it. I didn't think I'm going to resell it. For tax purposes, you wanted to know, to make I sure that like you were on the I just like to know in my mind how much I won. This is one minute of audio, and you'll hear Allie slowly crumble as we peer pressure her By the way, you don't pressure anybody else for this kind of stuff. I, in fact, listen, you're very wrong. This audio will prove what you're saying is wrong, because Every single one. Of, listen, no, no. Why don't you commit to that right now? If you win something, so that way no. they, people have a reason to. No. Why you no, saying no? She's greedy. I still have a, a few Grinch. Christmas gifts I need to buy, and maybe I'm going to win something in the raffle that I can give to someone. I'll make a deal. If I win something in the raffle, I will happily give it away tomorrow on the air. So that's me saying that. Because no you're never even there for the raffle anyway. No strings attached. If I win anything, I will give it right to a listener. To I me, I don't care. On the air to a listener, right. Ali, will you do? You're the not same? gonna. You're not gonna win anything, and you're not gonna be there to win anything. That's right. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so I'm not gonna take you up on that. But you can hand me your raffle tickets when you leave. How's that? You will not give. You will not pay it forward. The most holiday thing you could do this time of year is pay it forward. Look, why don't you ask anybody else this question? I'm asking you because you I'll wanna... give it away. Thanks, Jake. No, you won't. Yeah, I will. Good f man, right there, yeah. Jake. He's lying. I'm not. Jake's the man. He's gonna. Sh He's probably going to try to mark it and then give it away. <laughs> yeah, it's worth more now. Yeah. That's how he'd sign my name now. Allie? So once again, just to, to catch you up. Now, I have admit I said whatever I win, I give away to a listener. Jake jumped in immediately. Uh -huh. And you know, Jake, Jake will eat table scraps. I mean, when we're throwing out a sandwich with just crust left, Jake will go, hey, I'll take that. That guy takes everything. He's no, a scavenger. Jake is lying and he's only saying that because, he, because he's trying to make me mad. Nope. He said he would do it. Because no I one... had the Christmas spirit and you don't. He's got, listen to that. You That's don't the voice, have any spirit. The voice of spirit, Allie. If it's tickets to something I don't want to go to. That's so f***ed <laughs> up. Why don't you do it right now blindly just offer it up? You, you just were... wear that green vest all the time because you're a Grinch. Hey!
<laughs> I don't even know what prizes are being given out, you d- uh, whoa, there's a very aggressive language that gets used in the uh, bonus podcast. Yeah, listen to the Showtime podcast. If you're wondering why there's all the cursing going on, it's because that's the one time we're allowed to let everyone know how we really feel about each other. Uh, and whoa, now whoa, I'm being asked right. to give up a prize that I haven't even won yet, and hey, I never win anything. Hey, Where's a bunch of Jerry's over here? Johnny, Johnny, would you, if you win in the raffle today, would you uh, pay it forward tomorrow and give it to a listener at random? No, yeah, totally. No. I think I would. All right. So there you go. That's three people. You say I only give, put you on the seat. Every single one of us said, if we win, we yeah. will pay it forward. You asked them after you asked me, and everybody was ganging up on me, so they decided to say, yeah, of course I'll give my thing away. Hey, Omar, had you hypothetically won anything at the raffle, oh would God. you have given it away to someone? I 1,000% would. See? Absolutely. What a beautiful man Without right a doubt. there. What a beautiful giving man you are, right. Omar. Even if it was something you really, really wanted. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. why not? Right. So, Klein, if you got a beautiful flat screen, brand new TV, nobody loves new TVs more than you, you would give it to a listener. Yep. Because you already have an 85-inch TV. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I, w- I would love two 85-inch TVs, but I would love to give it to a listener as well. Uh, Maybe there's some listener out there that's got a sad 27-inch TV. Hmm. This is the time of the season where it's the season of giving. And oh these people God. help keep us employed. Yeah. No better you gift. You want to do something good. If it, I was, it would be a good radio bit. Okay. If that, I was given two TVs, I would give absolutely the second one to a You listener. were given four <laughs> lift tickets. Four lift tickets you got. Four. All right. I, I, I didn't know that I was going to actually win anything. Well, but let me just. And I, I was saying, you know what? I'm being realistic. I didn't want to say, absolutely, I'll give it away and then win something and then not follow through with well, it. Well, it does sound like at the end you did come around. So this is important now because you did actually win something and we'd like to give it to someone. But listen to this. I think you I You guys are just would. saying that because you want me to look like a dick. Oh, we're going to look good. So, that Johnny, that, hey, man, I appreciate that. I got Speak you. Speak on man. behalf of the listeners. All right, support fine. You. I would, but it's illegal. So where are we left off? Legal? Where's that coming from? Allie said... Not transferable, the prizes, Omar. Allie, uh, she left off by saying she would do it, but it's illegal. I just can't. Well, I got good information. I got good news for you. I sent an email to the person that ran the raffle, and I asked... The, I'm going to read this as it was written. Are there any legalities with Allie giving her winning prize to a listener? And the response was, absolutely not. You can do with it what you wish. Okay. All right. So that's... All right, fine. So we're giving away my tickets. Well, there we go. Man, you sound so salty about it. <laughs> Dude. Jeez. That's the most. And isn't that nice of Allie to do that? So okay, fast. You nice ski or snowboard, aren't you? Very accident prone? I am accident prone, and I, I think I injure myself every time I go snowboarding. But the thing is, Omar, it's an annual tradition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I want her to get injured, so just hold on to those tickets, please. Yeah, I think we get a lot more content out of it if you go skiing yeah. and you hurt yourself. I mean, I agree, but you know what? We're going to give them away. All right. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, I really do, because as I as I think of, like... Um, well, let's give away two of them, and that way she can still go. Yeah, why don't I share it with the listener? We'll do a weekend together, Mountain High Resort. All right, well, here's the nice thing. Allie is paying it forward. It's her her gift, her tickets to give. Expensive tickets, by the way. Yeah, listen to this. When she rode uh, a bike, this is what happened. I'm taking my time on my ride. That's her riding that, a bicycle. That did not even involve snow. So, let me just see. Maybe the audience doesn't Last want these tickets. Last time I uh, snowboarded, I ended up in a sling and the time before that. Hey, Roy, uh, are you calling because you want the tickets or you think Allie should keep them? 
Oh, no, no, no. I would love the tickets. See, see okay, hold on. All right, just making sure that's what people want. All right, so at some point today, we're not doing it right now. No, because uh, you just gambled for $100 of my money 20 minutes ago. <laughs> then you got to hold on to that, though. Yeah, great. I can get almost one lift ticket. So here's the good news. Uh, later this morning, we're going to give away Ali's prize from the raffle. And by the way, I'll give away what I want at the raffle today, too. Which is nothing. So whatever. Still giving it away. <laughs> Some news for you this morning on K-Rock on a Monday morning. A lot of people off already for the holidays. We are live and in the flesh and in the studio. And we'll be world premiering some brand new music later this morning. Our friends from Wolves of Glendale will be stopping by with a brand new song. It's never been heard in its entirety by anyone. I don't even think the band's heard it. And we'll be hearing it for the first time. All about uh, the turning that ripe old age of 33. When life truly starts to suck, they will be in here to perform that song. And, Allie, I don't know if you know this, but uh, the meanest comments that have been made about our show all year on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, to our faces, and comments about videos that were posted, a lot of the mean comments actually went directly on the K-Rock page. Um, it's always hard to receive criticism from people that are not a fan of the show. And, and not only not a fan, but actually really don't like us. Wolves of Glendale are nice enough that they will perform all of the meanest comments because it's always easier to receive criticism in song form. Oh, definitely. So, because at least you're bopping your head to an insult. Right. So if you've written anything mean about the show this year, threatened to kill us, whatever, the meanest comments that were made about the show this year, a lot of them about how we look physically, but a lot of it also about just the content of the show, will be performed musically because that'll be easier for us to take those insults. That'll be happening a little bit later this morning. Uh, but right now, let's get to your news. Grab your Adderall, it's time for ADD News, America's most trusted news. Is not our slogan, but right. good for them. Well, it took a long time for the results to come in, but a lot of people thought, you know, once this is out, we'll have more information about Matthew Perry's state of mind when he died back in October. And unfortunately, the cause of death report has determined that there were significant amounts of ketamine in his system. And that was the same amount that a doctor would give to a patient for general anesthesia, meaning that that amount would be used to render somebody unconscious. So it was a significant amount. We also learned that he had been doing ketamine therapy, which is, you know, when the person does a small amount of ketamine under the supervision of a therapist, and he'd had his last treatment the week before, and ketamine only stays in your system a few hours, so this theoretically would be outside of one of his supervised uh, sessions. But also, I don't know why in hell anybody would recommend this type of therapy to an addict. Like, hey, let's get you in and do some ketamine together and then kind of figure out your emotional issues. I when somebody is an addict, they're an addict, they shouldn't do ketamine therapy. But although sometimes they say that, I don't once again know this whole world of dabbling in this micro-dosing of this and do a little bit of that. And sometimes if your problem is you're all hooked on the drugs, but that's because of an issue that you haven't unlocked. If they give you just a little bit of the drugs, then maybe you can unlock whatever issue you started doing the drugs. Right, to for begin. somebody who doesn't have an addiction right. problem. Listen, I don't get it. I did K one time, uh, and boy, that stuff is powerful. Really? I've never done it before. Cool. But that's I, the cat tranquilizer. Stuff. Yeah. That's, that's and, what it's meant for. And I know that... I think it's horse tranquilizer. Horse yes. tranquilizer. Well, the, I did yeah. a small dose. I did a cat tranquilizer <laughs> dose. <laughs> and uh, it still was powerful stuff, and I don't... Yeah. It, it made me feel all sorts of things. And I remember probably at the time thinking this is that's felt good, but I also remember thinking to myself at some moment, I should not do this. Right, exactly. And he probably thought to himself, you know what? If I did this little amount and I was okay, maybe I can just do a little more, a little more. And then he started doing it outside of his therapy sessions, and then the rest is history. It's sad. And also, the thing about the, the hot tub at play is that hot tubs, as you know, 
very few things on the planet that everyone is universally on board with like they are with a hot tub, a jacuzzi. Everyone loves it. The only worst part, the only bad part about it is when you go to one of those communal ones at a hotel and people a bunch, are like hard makeout. A bunch of gross people you. around you. That yeah. part's but but for the most part, the hot tub is one of those things that makes everything better. And yet if you're on drugs and it's one of those ones that can make you kind of Oh, it can make calm down and pass out. That's a dangerous yeah. recipe, as we learned. Sad, tragic uh, results. But I could imagine in the moment, because I would have had that same thought. Ooh, if this K is relaxing, you know, it'd be even more relaxing. Being in a hot tub. Hot tub. tub. Yeah, exactly. Double it up. All right. Odds are that at some point soon, you'll be getting some time off, traveling to see family for the holidays. Even though, according to a new study, one third of people don't count seeing family as any kind of vacation. I agree. It's not I, a vacation. I totally agree. I make nothing makes me angrier when people say. Hey, you had some time off. It's yeah. great. Don't they, you feel rested? Or they'll say, what'd you do? And I say, oh, I was, went and saw my in-laws. And they go, oh, was it nice to be on vacation? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, Did like, you not hear what I just said? <laughs> I saw my in-laws. I had to make uncomfortable conversation right. in the living room You could take your hours. family to the most tropical. You could go with your whole family to Fiji. It wouldn't feel like a vacation. <laughs> At least my family. But regardless, most of us will end up at an airport, and usually they're not fun places. But one airline is attempting to change that this year by singing to their passengers in the gate area. This happened at LAX uh, on a Delta flight. That's one way to make holiday travel a little more enjoyable. This was at LAX. Uh, the Delta employee put on a show to help spread Christmas cheer at the gate. I think he sounded great. Me too. So would you like that or would it make you more angry? No, I'd hate that. <laughs> so much. But I think I'd like it if the, if the guy sounded okay. I don't mind them pumping some holiday tunes through the airport. That's a different thing. But it does feel like lately air travel has become a giant open mic night for all the employees of the airline that wanted to show you what else they can do. You've got the flight attendant who's trying their stand-up backed out. Yeah, but I think that any, um, I think that any attempt to make an airport not like an airport is successful. Is good. Oh, I disagree. Like, because the best airport I ever went to, it was like a layover in Dubai, and that place was a palace. Yeah, but Dubai is oh a different... Oh, my God. Alley. It was... They had lounge singers. But that, but that's, they had but a whole mall in th there. That's not LAX. LAX will always be LAX. And and there's only... You cannot... You cannot polish that turd enough to make it enjoyable. Like, you just cannot. It's so terrible for so many reasons. I mean, isn't it always on the list of, like, one of the worst airports? It's always there. I mean, if you're angry enough... I think any like a thing like this would just make you more angry. Right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I have a nine-hour uh, delay that was unexpected. Life sucks. And like, I'm going to punch this gate. But here's the uh, here's the gate agent, right? Who's going to go ahead and sing because they they took choir in high school, so they're going to sing some holiday ditties right now. Well, and this Forget might be that. enjoyable until your flight is delayed, and then you're like, why is he singing? Right. Right. Of course. Get uh, back there. They're always delayed too because they're like understaffed, and it's like, well, this guy went overtime because he sang. Uh, he did a yeah. Get back to work. Bing Crosby melody. <laughs> now I can't make my flight because of this guy. Forget exactly. that. All right, let's kick off a brand new hour of the show. The second blink is done. And we will make it worth your while as we give away Allie's holiday present. And we're going to give away some tickets to go see Wolves and Glendale live at Troubadour. We'll do that all coming up. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome to a Monday morning here at K-Rock. Just after 7 o'clock, we got lots for you going on this hour and all morning long. Live in-studio performances, world-premiering new music. Tickets, tickets, tickets. Of course, you'll get Allie's lift tickets up for grabs as well. I know someone on the text line said Allie actually might need all four lift tickets to get her up the mountain. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> That's hilarious and also so messed up. Why would you say such a thing? That's Come not on. nice at all. It's more like two. Uh, this hour we'll get into a little uh, don't be a dick. Gift givers, as you know, some people are good gift givers. Others are kind of dicks in the gift giving world. The regifting. there's a lot that goes on. We will get into your don't be a dick nominees as we try to save society. We only have another week or so to save society before we get to a new year. So let's go ahead and accept your open nominees for Don't Be a Dick Gift Givers coming up later this hour. A round of Do You Know the Band on your shirt. Jake approached somebody. Uh, I think it was at Acoustic Christmas wearing a Smash Your Pumpkin shirt. Will they know anything about the band on their shirt? We will get into that a little bit later this hour as well. Chance for you to win some prizes from us. Then Wolves of Glendale will be in the studio. World premiering a brand new song. And give you some tickets to their big album release party concert happening at the Troubadour. We got that to get to. Plus, Allie's got her gay football highlights of the weekend. The Rams getting themselves a nice, easy win. And uh, yeah, everyone... against your team, right? Uh, against my former team. They haven't been my team. Oh, you've left them? I am waiting until they... the name change? I'm, I do not stand by the name change. <laughs> I like my team names to have PC. a little racism in them. Or else I'm not interested. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get to that coming up a little bit later. And uh, we got lots going on. The text line and the phones, 800-520-1067. You know, um, we were complaining about our holiday party earlier, and there have been a few people that have shared the details of their holiday parties that are coming up this week. And I want you to know, I want you to guess, or I want you to tell me which one you think is worse. Ours. Okay, hold on. This person said, my company is party is tomorrow during the day, and it's potluck style. Ooh. And a lot of people are protesting because they feel like the company should be at least providing the food and not the employees. That's interesting. That's a real. You know what? I bet you if our company had thought of that, our, our company's not smart enough to think of that. Had they thought about that, I promise you, next year they're going to be like, "Great, we'll turn yeah. it into a competition. Well, Everyone brings their own food." Or they're not going to do it because they're too afraid of getting sued if somebody gets sick. Yeah, I could see that. Um, three, two, three. Everyone just draw a picture of what you would have made, and we'll. Sh- <laughs> And we'll all well, rate them. like that movie hook and, and then it's real food. <laughs> Everyone just look at them. 323 said, I just found out that my job is trying to take us all out for a holiday lunch for our company party, but we found out that there's only a $30 limit. To what you can order? For what you can order. Yeah, lunch, so I'm you definitely can do some, not going. You can do some damage on 30 bucks. 30 To but, have any limit is so douchey for I, a company. I get it, but they also know there's people like Jake out there that'll order six lobster rolls, one for there and five to go. Right. Yeah, they really, man, that's smart. They really want to stick it to the man. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the funny part about there are certain people that look at it that way. They're like, this is my chance to really get even with the company. Dude, what, I, what I couldn't steal and white out, I will make up for by ordering extra food. 
I mean, even if you did a $60 limit, though, come I get on. it. Hey, listen, uh, a lot of people saying our company's doing nothing for us for the third year in a row, so I guess you could always have that, which, by the way, I still think is better. <laughs> we uh, will get into this brand new hour of the show, your gayest football highlights of the weekend, as curated by Allie. We'll do it after Incubus. K-Rock. All right, nice win for the Rams over this weekend. I'm not sure what team you're into, but uh, I know that for a fact, it's getting really hard to gamble on football. I am hmm. confident in saying that this has been probably my worst season of gambling ever. Right. Which sucks. Well, there were some easy ones over the weekend, though. You would have thought. I mean, yeah, always betting against I the mean, Jets is always good money and this and that. But the Giants lost like they should. Ah, uh, yeah, but I got all I got all behind that the, their quarterback for a little bit. <laughs> Why I, 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 are you doing that? Just because of the, the that, Goombay? Yeah, he had that cool Italian thing going <laughs> from Jersey. I like that guy. And you're like, I'm going to bet on this. He guy. used to be a quarterback at Syracuse. I actually uh, DM with that guy back and forth for quite a bit. He, He's I have actually his, decent. It's I have his uh, like, I have his phone number. He didn't get any time in the pocket. I, I like that. I like the whole story about that guy. I like the unknown. I always love the story. My favorite NFL stories ever are the unknown backup, backup, backup quarterback, which really, if you think about it, that was Brady at one point, whatever, that ends up kind of getting an opportunity and then takes that Hello. moment and runs with it. Brock Purdy. Uh, right, all the all these guys. Yeah. And then there are all these guys that were like, you know, not that they weren't good in college or high school or whatever, but they're just like, yeah, they'll probably just ride the bench in the NFL for a little bit, then they have a chance. Meanwhile, when Allie's watching football, she doesn't care at all about the scores, she doesn't care at all about the underdogs. No, I just care about the D-line and the penetration. Just cares about finding those moments that make the NFL sound like the most salacious gay event in all of football, and here she is with week number, I've lost count. What week 15? Week 15 of your gayest football highlights of the week. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. He's just looking for the soft spot. He knows where that soft spot is. That's the B-gap. San Francisco gets the pick. It's Ward. High kicking it all the way. Blow the top off the coverage, and here comes Amari Cooper in that little honey hole. Going deep. (laughs) Going deep. Right there. They call him the Scottish Hammer. And swallowed up right away by Bradley Chubb. You've been calling his name over and over again. McDermott's feeling good. Is he in McCarthy? We'll share a little hug, and we move on. Ever since David Njoku started warming up with his shirt off, it's become a thing. Oh, man. man. Everybody's doing it. We saw what Tavito did with his legs on Monday night. See how I get excited when wide receivers walk like that? You love it. You want more of it. And he leaps up high. The fans love it. He's going to be sore tomorrow, man. <laughs> Holy smoke. These have been okay. the gayest sports <laughs> highlights from this week. That was the gayest weekend. No doubt. See, then everybody wins. Honey hole, shirtless workouts. <laughs> He's going to be sore tomorrow. We take a quick break. Back with more show next. K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Uh, looking for your open nominees. Don't be a dick. As you know, it's that week where a lot of people will be given gifts. Maybe you get a gift. Maybe you give a gift. You do not want to be someone that gets brought up now in the nominees for Don't Be a Dick. Gift givers at 800-520-1067. Don't be a dick. And our favorite one will get a gift that Allie is going to be providing you with because she won it at a raffle fair and square here at the uh, company holiday party. And we said ahead of time, whatever we win, we will give to you, the listener. It'll be lift tickets for them for you to go to Mountain High, and Allie is giving them away to whoever gives us the best nominee for Don't Be a Dick gift givers. Yep. She seems thrilled about it, <laughs> as you can hear by that voice right there. Now, I guess uh, I'm the biggest dick gift giver. Yeah, the person who doesn't want to give the gift away that she got. <laughs> but uh, as you know, there's lots of different categories you can fall into when yeah. it comes to gift giving. And there are people that just claim, like I think Omar's one of these people that really truly believes in his core 
he is great at giving gifts because he puts in the thought, he puts in yep. the effort, he thinks about the person, he customizes. It's not just a one-size-fits-all operation. He thinks, what would make this person's life better and what is something they would probably never get themselves? And that's kind of the that's two true. things he thinks about when he gives the gifts. And every year, there's like thought that goes into it. Like he'll, if there's an alcohol or a booze that one of us talks about that we like, or we, he makes mental, mental notes note. throughout the year. And that's yeah. the other thing. You can't be one of these people that sits down two days before you got to give someone something and go, oh man, let's just see what they have at CVS. Dude, I suck at mental and, notes. Right, Any, I'm the worst. Go One ahead. of the gifts that I got for Allie, I actually bought in March, I want to say. What? That's yeah. crazy. During women's gifts, month? You got her multiple gifts? Yeah, yeah. This is the thing about Omar, too. Yeah. He, he will think about it. Yeah, multiple gifts. As, yeah. the, as the year goes on, he picks stuff up, and then he's like, yeah. I will use this. Because when I saw it, I was like, this is a perfect thing. So it's like, when you come by something like that, you have to pick it up. When you find a dental dam, you got to grab it. it. There's so few of them <laughs> out there. I will nominate Klein right out the gate, and this whoa, is whoa, a type whoa, of whoa. person that, whoa. when it comes to gift giving they do the same for everyone gift same oh, for that is super lame. same for everyone gift is what i'm doing again this there's year for no you guys chance that that big of a group of people will all like the same gift you're and wrong. if you're gonna and, and then you're not going for the thought you're going for the convenience of the gift giver this is just easy i'm gonna get these weird little microphones that are playing guitar for everybody and everyone will love it you're and all in I, you all work in radio <laughs> you all work in the same profession it was a gift that i thought you'd enjoy because you work in radio right but this year and i don't know what you got us but did you not again and get all of us the same thing. Slight variations. <laughs> the same thing. But and there's all, no way that all of us will like it. I I promise you, the only person I'm not sure if they'll like it is Postmaster Johnny. Actually, Vanessa, too. The re <laughs> Uh, Omar, I'm not a the two sure very hardworking oh people in our production. I office. think that all of you <laughs> really guys deserve the nicest like. gifts. Walter, uh, open nominees. Don't be a dick. 800-520-1067. Who is the worst of the worst in the category of gift givers? What do you got? Hey, so I had a friend uh, last year um, around Christmas time. He gave me a pretty nice Christmas gift. It was a, it was a shirt. But then my fiance, uh, he gifted her a pair of gift cards. One to McDonald's, one to Raising Cane's. And I thought that was a little suspicious because he had, he had just come back from a Christmas party with his family. And so I asked him the next day, hey, did you just re-gift her those gift cards? He straight up admitted it. No shame at all. Here's the thing about the re-gifting of the gift cards. I don't really have a problem with that as long as you're sure the gift cards Is have, perfect for that person. Yeah, or they have some, some value left. I've had people before give me gift cards that they had already partially used. No. Yeah, because no one's getting a gift card that has like $11.48 on it. No one's no. choosing that. But I've gotten a gift card before. And At I, checkout, you're like, how much would you like to buy? I would like $11.42. Yeah. And I realized only. that someone gave me a gift card that had they had had already started using and mm -hmm. figured out oh, there's probably enough on there to get this guy some stuff at Starbucks. Uh, 562 wanted to nominate the person that clearly gave you a lightly used gift. That's, a, I guess, a similar one to the one that was just submitted, but also but 562. How, li how lightly used, though? How gently used? Are you opposed to anything being... Cause, oh, like I got, with the exception of you, everything that I got somebody on the show this year is used. Okay. And you're judging... And you're admitting that everything you got us is used stuff? Like vintage cool used? Like yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's different. Cool, st cool used, okay? Yeah. I like the, the fact that people took the word used and changed it to vintage, and everyone's yeah. like, all right, now it's not just and garbage. I am right. really happy with all the stuff that I got for everybody because I put a lot of thought into it, and I drove a lot of miles to get that stuff. Hey, uh, Josh on K-Rock, it's open nominees, worst of the worst in the world of gift giving. What do you got? So I got... um. Someone at a holiday party for my job. He ended up getting 
a board game, and it's like a board game for children. And he's just like, why would you get that for for someone who's an adult, you know? You sound like you like children, though. Candyland. It's you know, so, you're just pay, talking to you for four seconds. I feel like you'd like it. I feel like if I talked to that guy, I'd be like, you know what? He'd probably like a child's board game. Like that's and knowing you just like for, thanks for these moments, Josh. That's how I feel. I would get you the same thing. Eight one eight said the person who gives you a gift that's very personal and embarrassing, but they want you to open it in front of everybody. Well, I got a problem with anyone who gives you something that is permanently monogrammed or engraved. Because it is their way of saying, I am going the extra le- the extra step to make sure that you cannot return this oh, or sell it. Interesting. Oh, no. <laughs> Did you get us something that was engraved or monogrammed? Let's move on. Oh, um, Allie. God damn it. You're the worst. <laughs> Can I just say right now? The only thing that the I... best. Here's what the best gift giver does. They give you something. doesn't matter what it is. And they give you a gift receipt. That's the best gift giver. Mm. Or I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you, Allie. Like, if we're going to really talk about it, uh, and Wolves of Glendale will be on with us uh, coming up uh, next hour, they they boiled it all down. I mean, they really did. And they, they, they gave us the, the answer that solves all of these problems. Every single issue that's coming up today and all these nominees, they figured it all out and they put it in a catchy song. Just give me That's it. Simple. Easy. I'm not going to give you cash. Oh, for I wish. I wish you would. You got something engraved or monogrammed for me? You can. I, I hope it says. You don't know what it is. It, yet. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Right? I know. Just write my initials on a twenty dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Get a sharpie. Get, get it some, engraved. Get some cash and write to the man who taught me everything. Incline we trust. Yeah, thank you. Um, 818 wanted to nominate the person that buys a gift that benefits. Like they give it to the person, but it benefits them. Like, uh, hey, you really need this desk organizer. Like, right. it's something that bothers you about the person that you're trying to fix. Right, like, if I gave my wife a book, like, how to give the world's best BJs. Exactly. And she'd and be like, like, hold you on. You just need this. <laughs> right. And it's like, no, I don't want that. You want me to have that. Hey, uh, Mark, nominees, world's worst gift giver. It is um, Don't Be a Dick on K-Rock. Last one of the year. What's up? So, I'm going to nominate myself because at the uh, Christmas party uh, for my family yesterday, I've got maybe about, like, 20, 24 nieces and nephews aged from, like, 2 to, like, 12. And I had them all open their gifts at the same time. I gave them all each a slide whistle, and they all opened it at the same time, and it was, like, a million car alarms going off, and all the parents just hated me so much. But You know what? By the way, I forgot about that. Giving someone that has kids a noisy, noisy, loud gift that that you will know will pretty much slowly make the parents go insane every time the kid plays with it is also strong yeah. nominee. But unless you do it on purpose because it's funny that you know they're going to be tortured. Yeah, that is. If it's if it's done on purpose because it's your way of getting yeah. back to the parents, then it's funny. But yeah. if it's an accidental... Here's a guac and roll set. Have oh, fun. They're going to hate that. Aaron on K-Rock, it's uh, Don't Be a Dick. Holiday gifts. Who's the worst gift giver? What do you got? Hey, guys. Um, my aunt, one year, she usually passes down clothes to me, but she had a pair of pants and instead of giving it to me, she wrapped it up and Gave it to me for Christmas while everyone else got new gifts. Oh my god! So she had something she was going to bring to Goodwill, and she just gave it to you. Yeah, she was like, "These don't fit me anymore. They might fit you. Here's your Christmas gift." That's terrible. Or you know, the, another nominee is those cocky parents that are like, "You know what? I'm going to give everyone a picture of my child." 
And oh I'm like, I don't God. want this. Right. <laughs> it's it, like these are their new school pictures. I'm like, what do you what do you think I'm I a that A, I even have a wallet, and B, that I'm going to put this child's picture in my wallet and like look at it on occasion. Carly, don't be a dick. Open nominees, worst gift givers. What do you got? Hi, good morning. Um, I want to nominate my my grandma gave me a rolled up um, a roll of nickels wrapped up in a box. So old people are the worst. Yeah, old people are university. But although sometimes every once in a while you get an old person that's that's a standard old person gift a roll of nickels that they decided to then put inside of a box just to give you the illusion it could be anything. And the finding the box was probably right. a huge process. Uh, but every once in a while you do get the confused old person that gives you something of great value. Like, yeah. ooh, a Fabergé egg. I could pawn this. Yeah, or even like my grandma used to give me savings bonds and when I was a kid I was like, this is stupid. I don't want this. And uh, then and then eventually it was worth, what, 50 bucks? Hey, Brian, uh, go ahead. we got to wrap this up, but we are... That was a pun intended, by the way. Uh, worst gift givers, don't be a dick. What do you got? So two years ago, my wife gave for my sister-in-law a, a metal water bottle, and last year she got it back from her for, uh, for a gift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the person that... The person that has short-term memory yeah, loss and yeah. can't remember that they gave. Everyone has stuff that when they get given, they're like, all right, I'm not going to use this, but I will keep it and give it to someone else. And yeah. you just have to make sure of all the billions of people on the planet, you just don't give it back to the to one the person that gave person. it to you. And I wouldn't know, luckily for me, like, I know that the average bottle of wine probably gets handed around 40 times before it finally gets open because mm -hmm. they're like, oh, i just give this to someone else. I don't remember. I wouldn't, if someone gave something right back to me, I don't think I would know. But oh, especially are... a bottle of wine. I don't even remember wines that I drink that I like. Yeah, there are people that know. This is a good one uh, on the test on the person that makes a charitable donation in your name. Oh. And you're like, hold on, did I get any say over this? I feel like I would have loved that 20 bucks, but yeah. go ahead and give it to the kids. All right, we'll uh, go ahead and process these. Pick a winner. We'll do it after uh, Foo Fighters and give you the gift that Ali never wanted to give you to begin with. That is next right here on K-Rock. Thank you, Dave Grohl. It's K-Rock. This is Klein Alley's show, live and in the flesh. Don't be a dick. Go to announce a winner in a moment and give away Ali's lift tickets that you want at the uh, company holiday party. Hey, Carrie, quickly, what do you got for us? My grandmother used to spend money at Neiman Marcus, so this is back in the late 80s, early 90s on gifts for herself or friends, and I would get the free gifts that she would get for spending X amount of dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh, like the crappy right, right, right. Yeah, right. like you can pick anything from right. this glass case. Yeah, if you buy like uh, $3,000 worth of Burberry, we'll give you this little sample cologne. Yeah. And then she'd give you the sample cologne. <laughs> That's funny. That's really bad. Yeah, the free gift with purchase gift giver is pretty bad as well. Um, on the text line, uh, 817 said, the worst gift giver is the person who gives the accessories to a toy that your kid doesn't have yet because the toy itself is too expensive oh, and they yeah. don't want to spend money on that. Here's a PS5 controller. <laughs> But I don't have a PS5. Um, let's see. 909 said my parents got my... This is the... the, the My nominee is the, the parent who doesn't know how to properly balance out their gifts. My parents got my oh. brother tickets to Lambeau Field for his birthday, and I got a back-ordered mug. Jesus. That is so... If you have siblings, you know what that's like, and that God. is brutal. Because my sisters, I don't know if I didn't set the bar high enough. Probably that's the case, because look you at me now. You always got the bad gifts? Oh, yeah. Like, it would be. it would be so... Not even in the same realm of things. <laughs> like, I feel like one year, my sister, I'm telling you for a fact, she turned 16 and she got a car. And it wasn't a new car. It was like their old car that they, you know, had, it, it had a lot of miles on it. They were either going to get rid of it, but they gave it to her. And then when I turned 16, I believe I got a book that had pictures <gasps> of cars in it. Oh, no. 
Think about that for a second. <laughs> a actual car versus a book with pictures of cars. And you probably think because you're getting a small gift, you're like, it's keys. And it was a book. I'm going to open you know it. Me, Allie. And what? inside the book is, is going to be keys. Any gift I hate more in the world than a book? No, Nothing. at any age. All right. Well, thank you, Allie. Uh, let's go. We heard of a lot of people. you got to give away your give, your lift tickets to someone. We said best nominee would get them. So uh, of uh, all the ones you heard from, since it's your holiday gift, you're re-gifting right now. You know, I think just because I am El Cheapo, I have to give it to the person who was given free samples as a gift, as a Christmas present. Hey, Carrie, you got four lift tickets, Mountain High. Allie won them at the company holiday party, but she's re-gifting them to you. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. That is so awesome. All right. Thank you for joining us. And I know that re-gifters are the worst, but in this particular case, we're forcing Allie to re-gift it, so it's kind of funny. Mm, uh, in a moment, we'll get into a round of Do You Know the Band on Your Shirt with this woman that we met at K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. What's your name? My name's Johanna from uh, Orange County. What do you do out there? Uh, you know, just the normal Orange County things. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like school and uh, sports. She does normal Orange <laughs> County things like school and sports, All Allie. Right. I guess that's Orange County for you. So uh, she is wearing a, a shirt that has the Smashing Pumpkins on it, and we're going to ask her some very basic questions about said shirt. If you uh, can predict correctly if she knows the answers, you don't need to know the answers, got to predict correctly, you'll win a Klein Alley Show shirt. We'll get into that after No Doubt here on K-Rock. Hey, Rock, Klein Alley Show. Uh, a lot of people walking around the streets of Southern California wearing shirts with bands on said shirts. Merch sales in 2023 are the highest they've ever been, mm -hmm. mostly because of Taylor Swift. But regardless, more money was spent on merch at shows this past year than ever before. And we like to go up to people wearing shirts with the bands on the shirts and find out, do they know anything about the band on the shirt? Do you know the band on your 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 shirt? Says like sublime or like sublimey or something like that. That girl is a huge sublimey fan hmm. and also an influencer. Let's say hi to Wes right now. Wes, good morning. Oh. How goes it? Good morning, Klein. Good morning, Allie. From Ladera Ranch, you have a chance right now. All you have to do is predict two out of three times. Will this woman wearing a Smashing Pumpkins shirt know anything about the Smashing Pumpkins? Been a band for a long time. Been a K-Rock band for a long, long time. Uh, Jake the Nerd approached her. You can see what she looks like. We're putting her picture up as we speak on our socials at Klein Alley Show, so you can have the visual to go along with it. She seems young. We met her a moment ago. She's from Orange County, and she uh, is a recent Smashing Pumpkins fan. But let's figure out if she can get two out of these three questions correct. All you have to do is predict whether or not she'll get them right, and you will win. And here we go. Question number one. What is the name of their lead singer? All right. Now, will this woman, this oh girl, gosh. know Billy Corgan? Or for a while, he decided to change his name to William, William Patrick William Corrigan. Patrick Corrigan. We'll accept either. Uh, do you think she'll know the answer to that? Yes or no? She's a new fan. I'm going to say no. All right, you say no. Let's find out. Once again, question number one. What is the name of their lead singer? No idea. I'm going to guess Mike. Mike what? Ross. Mike <laughs> Ross is a great guess. Unfortunately for her, that is not correct. And you're on the board, so congratulations. Hey, you got your first one right. She went for it. She did go for it with confidence. <laughs> yeah. Mike Ross. What a, it would have been amazing had she really gotten that Yeah. Right. So who, who knows? Maybe he identifies next as Mike Ross. We go to question number two now. All you got to do is predict one more correct, and you're a winner. Here we go. Ross. Mike Ross. Yeah. Can you name one Smashing Pumpkins song? All right, can she name one song of the band on her shirt? One Smashing Pumpkins song. 
New fan. I'm going to say no. You They're say an older no. Band. All no, right. No. She say no. She said, let's find out if uh, you're uh, right. The game comes to an end and you win. Here we go. Yeah. Disarm. Oh, Whoa. look at that. She got Whoa. one. She got it. All right. It all comes down to this Whoa. now. This is the final question. This will determine everything. Don't screw it up. Here we go. This is the last question. Can you name two Smashing Pumpkin songs? Okay. She got one, and she gave us Disarm. Can she name two? This will be for everything. Oh, she'll probably get Today, but I don't know about anything else. I'll say no, she can't name two more. All right, if you're right, you get yourself a Klein Alley Show shirt, and you can tell everyone about this show. Let's find out. Today and... Well, first of all, congratulations. You yeah, not only you guessed the song. You guessed the song she would name, which, of course, that would be an obvious Smashing Pumpkin for one to name. Let's figure out, can she do the second one? He said no. Today and, uh, but, but, but Butterfly with Bullet Wings. Oh! oh. She was close, oh. but she got it all backwards. Yeah, so you know what? Bullet with Butterfly Wings. On a technicality, I'm going to go ahead and say you win. So hold on one second. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Take a quick break. We're back in a moment. Live in studio performance, a worldwide premiere. That to get to, and your ADD news is all next. K Rock, Klein Alley Show, live for another week uh, this year, and now your news. Grab your Adderall. It's time for ADD news, and I'm glad no one knows about my herpes. Oops. All right, all of L.A. has been posting many, many well wishes to a Laker legend after he had a bit of a slip and fall over the weekend, which happens when you're 76 years old. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fell at a local concert. We don't know what the concert was, but... It was Depeche Mode. Oh, it was? Uh-huh, yeah, he nice. was walking out. Okay, yeah, he must have been having... No, a... I really don't know. Oh, <laughs> I would have thought it'd be funny it, for him to it be. It's just an undisclosed concert. I was like, I wonder what why that was. are they keeping that under the wraps? By the way, maybe it was a secret show. Huh? I think it's because someone yelled "timber" when he fell, and it was <laughs> humiliating because he is a legend. I mean, everyone, it was Shirley Manson from Garbage, and she yelled at him. Everyone loves Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but I could also if I got hurt at a really embarrassing concert because that, that that's a tough like guy. counting crows. <laughs> Like, yeah. you going to the concert is embarrassing as a standalone, uh, but I, to hurt yourself right. at the concert is want... even more embarrassing. Yeah, find out. Someone, Dude, someone who was in town? Someone yeah. will sleuth it and figure out where he was. Yeah, we I mean, just... if you can figure out the venue, then you're then you're golden. We should, say it was, we should say it was an acoustic Christmas and try to get some more glory for that. <laughs> it just happened weeks ago. <laughs> we didn't want to talk about it, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did get hurt at yeah. uh, acoustic Christmas. Anyway, he's undergoing surgery, and it seems like he's doing okay, and he was thanking everybody. And, I mean, he's no stranger to hospitals. He's been in and out of the hospital for a lot of reasons and survived prostate cancer, so he's very resilient, and we're all wishing the best for him. All right, a lot of things have been stolen in 2023. Jewelry. Nike hoodies, designer handbags, and then, of course, there's just the average things getting robbed on any given day, like your phone or your laptop or cash. And this might be a bit of a Christmas miracle because the LAPD has just recovered a ton of electronics that were stolen from individuals this year, and they want to know who it belongs to. They've identified certain MacBooks that were taken in car burglaries. Um, there was $45,000 worth of camera and camera and cameras and camera equipment that was taken from another person and recovered. So they have released pictures of just like tons of iPhones and tons of iPads. And they're like, hey, if this is yours, call us. And who, what is the... 
process there to like verify whose is what because right. you could just look at an iPad and be like, that's mine. Well, I guess they'd probably oh, want my iPad. password you'd need or you have to prove there's pictures of you on there somewhere. Even now, like sometimes. Yeah, but a lot of people even on iPads, if they're like for work and stuff. Maybe. You'd have to prove something. You'd have to have at least one. You'd have to have one. That's it why has I said, buttons. you got to have one naked picture of yourself on all your devices. <laughs> I would just airdrop a naked picture of myself to all of those devices. All of the devices. <laughs> and, that, and that way you can be like, look, why would I possibly... You'll see a naked picture on all 27 of these iPads. Yeah, and there you go. And they're that's mine. Another mine. And also, that's why they're not stealable. Because who wants that, right? <laughs> that's why they've been recovered. Yeah, I, I think uh, we'll post up the link. I think there's a link you can go to and see all the stuff they found. It was all stolen stuff. And if you don't claim it, they'll just put it up on auction, I'm sure. So... We kick off a brand new hour of the show right now with some live music. This is the world-famous K-Rock. Welcome to 8 o'clock on Monday morning. Normally, this would just be a throwaway. This is one of them weeks where time kind of has its own way of feeling either really slow or really fast as we get towards Christmas and the end of the year. We are here doing live shows because we have terrible contracts, but also because we feel like it's important. If you're stuck on your job, might as well have something to keep you company. Absolutely. I'm Klein. There's Allie right there. Morning. You got that Jake Z nerd with his rock collection. He was all excited when uh, some listeners came up and handed Jake some rocks. Oh, that was dope. He was like, this is great. And I'm pretty sure that guy found that in the parking lot outside of our live broadcast at uh, Sagebrush. <laughs> Ooh, a green one. But Jake, like was, Jake was like, I've never seen someone more excited to be handed a rock from a stranger. He was like, whoa, this is great. <laughs> it was great. Uh, you got DJ Omar Khan right there, hey, Master of Sounds. In the back, Postmaster Johnny and Vanessa, if you need us, the number to join us on the text line or to call live is 800-520-1067. Got an interesting message that came in last night around 3 in the morning. I climb an alley. It's 2.45 in the morning. The Kelly Clarkson show's on. The repeat, you know. And she lost a lot of weight. I don't know how she did it, but she looked really good. All right, you guys. Have a great show. I love you guys so much. That guy, I thought was sober for a while, but I think he's now on the sauce again, right? That's amazing that he decided to call us to let us know about how Kelly Clarkson looks. I would say oftentimes <laughs> the goat line is used for non-important reasons, but when you're calling for you know updates on how Kelly Clarkson looks on a repeat of one of her shows, <laughs> that is why the goat line was invented. She looks really good. 844-956-GOAT. All right, you guys. Have a great show. I love you guys so much. He really gave up on himself in the middle of that, didn't he? I don't know. Someone should check on, someone should check on that guy because I feel like if that's the end of... I feel bad for all parties involved, including Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, I really... All right, you guys. Have a great show. I love you guys so much. Ah, there he goes. What a man. What I a don't life. think and he was like, all right, you guys. Just wanted to give you the update. Uh, this hour on the show, if you've left any negative comments about us this year, and there have been thousands to choose from... I'm so excited because they will be delivered to us in the form of song. And as you know, it's always easier to get bad news in song. Think of all the people that broke up, uh, Taylor Swift's broken up with. She's written hit songs about all of them. Oh my God, I know. And I can imagine the same would uh, be true for any anyone who's written bad stuff about Allie, myself, Omar, Jake, whatever. You listen to the show, we're not happy with Kara. All of the meanest things that were said about us this year will be performed live by Wolves of Glendale. They will be in our studio in moments to debut some brand new music. It's a world premiere of a new song. You think about all the bands that have been world premiered on K-Rock over the years. How fitting that we get to put these guys on your radar. If you're a fan of any of the great comedy bands of our time, and I include like, you Flights know, of the Concord. Tenacious D Flight, The Concord, Steel Panther, uh, Lonely Island, The Dan Band, even Spinal Tap, some would put in that category as well. Yeah. They are the future 
of Comedy Band, and we got a chance to hang and meet them at uh, Comic-Con when they were our in-studio house band. So they will be in our actual studio as soon as we're done with my chem. World premiere some new songs, and if you've written mean things about our show or just want to laugh at our expense, that'll be happening. My Cam, K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. I'm so excited to introduce to the masses now. If you were at our live Comic-Con show, you got a chance to see them in flesh. Uh, the Wolves of Glendale are in our studio Welcome, right guys. now. Yeah. Hello. Hello there. Well, thank What's you up? for being here to world premiere a brand new song about the perils of turning 33. Yes. You think about all the great songs that have had to do with age. you got Blink-182, What's My Age Again. That yes. was a decade earlier. Being in your mid-30s, there are certain things in life you are expected to have accomplished. And it feels like, and I got a chance to sneak preview the song. It's very funny. Thank you. But it feels like uh, in our parents' generation, by the time people were 33, they owned house or houses, and they had like full families, and they had like respectable jobs. <laughs> and that they looked all, older. They looked really old. Yeah, yeah. like that even was, guys in their 40s, like in the 80s and 90s, they looked like they were in their 50s. Yeah, grizzled. It's all shif shifted quite a bit, huh? Yes, it has. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm renting a 300 square foot apartment in Glendale right now, and uh, a house isn't <laughs> your even. Your bed on is the, in your kitchen. My bed is literally in my kitchen. House isn't even on the on the menu. That's no. great. No, not yeah. even close. Which, no. by the way, Klein does live in a house, and I think he's he's about to be sleeping in his kitchen. Well, my clothes are in my kitchen, yeah. uh, which is sad because mm. my wife took the closet, so my clothes are in the pantry. But I actually so I can think relate. sleeping in your kitchen would be an upgrade for you. <sighs> Love that, just for convenience. <laughs> the snacks, it is cool. Roll yeah. out of bed, eat something right away. Yeah. But yeah. also. One of your other songs that I think is probably one of my favorites, um, I think is very relevant right now as people start making New Year's resolutions. Going to the gym is one of those things where it's like, okay, mm -hmm. new year, new me. And you guys so perfectly captured the feeling that people get when they first join the gym. There's so much hope. And then it all goes wrong after like a few weeks. It's a matter like, of days sometimes. I, I've attempted to join gyms so many times in my life. And this story that they sing, I'm going to play some of it now, if you haven't heard it the first time you played it, The Gym, I think is the most, it was the first song I heard that Wolves of Glendale ever did, and I didn't even know anything, I just heard the song, I said, Whatever, whoever this band is, is on to something, because they've never it's captured, so relatable. they've never right. captured this, listen to this, Allie. I'm on my way to the gym, new shirt, new shorts, new shoes, new socks, new me, it's a brand new me. <laughs> What up to Tim? He's the guy that signed me up for a three-year contract. I'm locked in for three. I do my stretching routine. Got a thing with my neck and my hip and my back and my foot. Warming up is important. Now I'm ready for dumbbells, treadmills, rowing machine. Nothing's available, it's pretty crowded in here <laughs> So I do seven push-ups And then I go to McDonald's Yeah! yeah. I get a filet buffet, shed a double quarter pounder with cheese 20-piece chicken nuggies It's my order And then I go to Wendy's <laughs> Get a spicy chicken sandwich with fries in a frosty. I dip my fries in the frosty. <laughs> my second day at the gym. It's so great. Reaction live when we say dip the fries in the frosty. Yeah, yeah, we do that. We do that. 
it, I have gone to a gym before just to pick my wife up and felt like I owed myself a meal, yes. like a cheat meal, yes. because the whole concept of the gym, I can't stand anything that goes on inside, but all of the, the things that go around it, right? Like, the gym day, culture. I earned it. There's, that I love. I love all the rewards you Walking get. Walking around with a yes. shake. Yeah. So, rules. that yeah. will be your official theme song of 2024 as you try to get in shape. Wolves of Glendale in our studio right now. We're going to world premiere a brand new song in a moment, but we gave you guys a list of, I haven't even seen these yet, Al. Have you seen the comments that people uh, made about our show? No. Uh, this year. So these are the are they really good? No. These oh. are some of the meanest <laughs> comments that were written about us this year, physically and otherwise. And so a lot of people they put a picture up on Instagram. People aren't necessarily nice. We asked you guys to pick from this giant list you have. Yes. And there's no shortage. And there's a lot. Thank there you. were so many to sift through. It Thank took you hours. Guys. Thank you. Great. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people hate you guys like a bunch. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Straight up, like so much so that they wanted to let you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, they did. No well, one even tried to hide it. Like sometimes when you write mean things, you do it under an alias. But people just were like, "This is me, right. and this I is what I think about for this." Show. Right. It's interesting because the internet's such a positive place usually. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes <sighs> to your guys' like corner of the internet, it's dark. It's dark. It's rough. Sucks. Yeah. Sucks for us. Sure does. So we are because you guys are so good at music. We were thinking maybe. Maybe it'll be easier for us to take some of the meanest comments that were made about our show this year if Wolves of Glendale performed them in song right. form. Right. Well, it's like if people tell you something in a British accent, it's it's like, yes. you know, it's like, oh, it's great. Same with song, I think, if it's sung right. Like Allie has said before, when she gets called the C word, it... <laughs> Bothers her, understandably, but if it's done in an accent, then it's hilarious. Not so yeah. bad, like She's Australian. Like, yeah, yeah. Australian yeah. Right. yeah, yeah it's it's cool. fine. Then it's kind of cool. It's like, I think hey, it's dude. actually a compliment in Britain. So it is. Yeah. We, we do have you all set up here to perform. I've got your keyboard hooked up. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to just sing one of these comments that was made about our show, we'll get a sense of what we can look forward to. Wolves of Glendale. These are not original songs, but they're. I mean, they are technically going to perform them for the first time right now. And yeah. if you've written mean things about our show, you're new to our show this year. And a lot of people are. Maybe this is how you felt at first or how you still feel. I, I was going to say two two quick requisites here. Number one, we are improvising these tunes for you. And secondly, some, even after whittling it down, some of these we can't even read because they're so mean. They're so mean. We're nice guys. So we're, yeah. we, it's hard for us to be mean. So it made us feel bad to read them. Yeah. Great. Right. Yeah. That's our audience. Double sucks for you guys because they're saying it straight right. up. Yeah. 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 Text you later exactly yeah. what was you said. You are hated. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank All you. right, we got that part. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> this is the first original song. Listener comments. Kind reminds me of my friends from school. More specifically, kindergarten. Learn <laughs> to read, you stupid, stupid man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Know, I'm not a great Did you reader. like it? I like the I song, I still though. really like I'll that. I'll tell you what. The it, person's calling me dumb, and they're not wrong, and I am a terrible reader, and I was in the Turtle Reading Group for four years in a row. Okay. okay. But I will say that hearing Wolves of Glendale do it made it hurt a little less. I know. It there almost you makes you want to read. I remind them of their friends from school. Kindergarten. Yeah. And the way he's saying, you stupid, stupid man. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Kind of. That is good. <laughs> you stupid, yeah. stupid man. Yeah. Come on. It still stings, though. I'll say that. And now that I've heard it again, Allie, I like the song. If it was about anyone else, I would like it more. Right. And yeah. Your daughter even calls you a stupid That's man. That's one of her nicknames for me. Dude, stupid, stupid, stupid man. man. I'm yeah. going to be driving home. I'm going to be going, you stupid, stupid man. 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 Yeah, thank you. Gotta you gotta sing it like that. Yeah, I, got, I should yeah. find a clip. This is my daughter at some point this year calling me, and she was three. I think this was her first word. Your daughter's the one who wrote it in. Oh, is that? Yeah, yeah. that is from Brian's daughter. daughter. Uh, yeah. that, thank you, sweetie. Perfect. Yeah. I love you. This was the original time I think that she called me a stupid man on the radio.
Stupid man. Yeah. That's wow. cute. Adorable. You can't hear her, but she says, man. Stupid man. Stupid man. She did Is there anything mean about not me in there, guys? Maybe uh, one more before we go a, to break? This is a general, general mean thing about the show. Okay. Great. Thank you. I like general mean. My car was stolen from Hollywood last night. And my first thought was, that sucks. But I feel better knowing they will be forced to hear the Klein and Alley show this morning. stupid, stupid man. James Hetfield wrote that one. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, when we get back, Wolves of Glendale hanging out in the studio this hour. And we'll world premiere a brand new song, plus more of the meanest things that were said about us this year. Go Nowhere show gets good starting now. We are Klein Alley show in our studio right now. The uh, very talented Wolves of Glendale. They have an album release party that will be happening at the Troubadour, guys. That's coming up. Okay. We're going to get you into it. In fact, if you'd like to join them, celebrate live music, all the songs you're hearing today, including the new one, which we're going to world premiere in a moment. Uh, it's happening January 26th at the Troubadour. Big moment for these guys. Uh, the album release, if you'd like to join us, 800-520-1067, and we will get you into that right now. They also, Ali, we found out during the break at their live shows, they will take suggestions from the crowd, and they can mash together any two bands Oh any two God, songs really? or any two bands, and they can do something on the fly. And they have put our audience up to the challenge. So if you uh, call in and you want to go to the Troubadour <laughs> show, we're also going to ask you to name any song at all or any band at all. And they will put something together fresh before your very ears. Mash cool. it up. Yeah, you got to mash it so, up. So any any genre? Any, yeah. any as genre. As long as it's not Freebird. Don't call yeah, don't in and say, say Freebird. Freebird. You think you're clever. You're not. Yeah, say anything else, though. We're <laughs> down. Right. We've done it. We've done it. We're We've done. done it. There's always one guy. They can mix genres. They can mix. They, recently, what was the one you were saying you did uh, with we Toxicity? Did, and, we uh, did Cloxic, which is Toxic by Bernie Spears, and Clocks by Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Right. We also did The Creedles. Which is any Beatles song sung in the style of Creed. Cool. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Impressive. You know, there's a lot of people that do that with AI technology now. These guys do it with actual human no, technology. Yes. No. We are the AI of and comedy it, music. And also, don't say impressive. You haven't heard us do it. Yeah. That's so good point. Let's hold that on a second. Right. Yeah, I guess you could say you do anything. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. 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 <laughs> in a moment, we will world premiere a new song, Wolves of Glendale, in the studio. If you'd like to join them at the show, the number 800-520-1067 will get you into the Troubadour show. But uh, before we do that, they were nice enough to read some of the meanest things yes. that have been written about us this year on Klein Alley Show. It's been an entire year of insults. Every time we put a picture up, even if it's one where we feel good about ourselves, we put it up on uh, Instagram. Within uh, usually the first three comments, something very mean is said about one of us, and they've decided to pre present them to us in song form, which is easier for us to uh, stomach. To digest, yeah. Yeah, and, um, and thank you on the text line for yeah. continuing to add to the insults. No, but also 323 three and some others, F those SE listeners, we love you guys. So you know what? There are yeah. a few out there that are going to, but we're not going to sing nice comments. No, why would we sing no, nice comments? They're yeah. already nice. You don't need that. Yeah, and that was me also. That wasn't oh, an actual friend. Right. I just wrote that to make you guys feel better. <laughs> Thank you. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I saw you texting. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, whenever you're ready, another actually listener submitted insult about our show. I used to think Klein sounded like an old man, but now that I've seen your pictures, the person who looks most like an old man is Ali. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? I got this cardigan on sale. That is... God damn it. Uh, what a fitting comment based on the outfit you picked out today. Yes. I, also, I don't know why every song we're singing is in this yeah, voice. It fits. It I don't fits. know. We don't do that. Well, I mean, I feel like that's the type of person yeah. that would write that. Some cigar chomping, uh, yeah. just curmudge, yeah, you know? Curmudge. Just hunched over a yeah. keyboard going yeah. like, nah, I'm mad. Nah, 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 
Yeah, like looks old. old. I'm gonna yeah. keep listening to this show but every I morning. But I love this show, but I hate them. I'm a hate listener. I do want that version of that song you just sang for us. That's not a, a new hit at your Troubadour show. I don't know what yeah. will be. We're right. gonna open with that song. Hey, yeah. da David, what is one song you were thinking of right now? We're gonna go ahead and combine <laughs> listeners together and make these guys prove that they can do what they say they can do from Wolves of Glendale. What's uh, what's one song, Dave? Uh, uh, baby, one more time. Nice. Okay, that's right, a good, excellent. On. Let's see here. Let's see what we're gonna mash that with. Hold on one second. Tiffany, what song would you like them to mash that with? Um, Lincoln Park's "Numb." Ooh. Okay, Lincoln Park. And Britney Spears. I got you. Walls of Glendale on the fly. I've become so numb. I can feel you there. Become so tired. Hit me one more time. I'm Britney Spears. I am so numb. I've become so. Hit me, baby, one more time. Wow. That's unbelievable. There you go. They are super talented and they can do it all day. Great. Uh, we will uh, send you with tickets. Uh, Hey, for just for that suggestion, David, you're going to go see them at the Troubadour at their big Whoa. album release show. Hold on, all right? He goes, oh, no, I, I didn't want to. <laughs> no, you're going. You're Not forced anymore. to go now. Contractually obligated. All right, let's world premiere a new song now, shall we? All right. Do you feel like you're not where you should be in your life because you're in your 30s and you should have accomplished more? This sounds like an ad for do medication. You eat every, do you eat everything out of a bowl? <laughs> when you guys put together the song 33, what was the thought process? You looked in the mirror and said, man, we are not what we thought we could have been. Uh, I turned 33. I remember, yeah. I, I think we were just talking about how much we suck. I don't yeah. even know if we were writing a song with a specific purpose. We were just singing lyrics that were making each other laugh about reasons that we really yeah. suck. Right. And then we kind of realized, like, oh, actually, that's what becoming... That's what being, yeah. that's early being 30s your 30s now is. is now. Absolutely. Yeah. And what's even sadder is that on the Troubadour show, I'm going to be 34. It's going to be my birthday the oh, day yeah. before. So we might right. have to change the lyrics to 34. Maybe. That's going to be you, tough. Eric with the rhyme scheme but yeah, yeah. we'll try it we'll sure. talk about that off air we'll have to change all the lyrics but it'll be funny yeah for sure we, we will world premiere it right now on K-Rock this is no one's ever heard this before in its entirety right no That's one right. ever first Not time even it's us. ever being played on the radio anyway would you like to say anything about it before I hit play wow coming at you live <laughs> no, um, right here K-Rock in the morning we'll play this K-Rock here's Wolves of Glendale premiering 33 we just we love you I can beat every <laughs> level in Mario I can make you scrambled eggs I can quote every line in Jumanji I can open the fridge with my legs I know how to go to the grocery store without using GPS I learned how to juggle on YouTube But there's something I gotta get off my chest I don't know how to do my taxes I stash my cash in a mattress Don't know how to change a tire That's why I take the bus Don't know how to use a drill I gotta ask my neighbor Phil To help me hang a picture Cause I'm stupid and I suck I could learn all of these skills But I doubt I ever will My dad is ashamed of me He discovered relativity And when I was 
was 26, I chugged some vodka through my butt at a party When Greta Thunberg was 17, she was nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize When I was 17, I got shot in the playing paintball When Michael Jordan was 24, he won the MVP award And when I was 24, I took mushrooms When Oprah Winfrey was 32, she What a depressing age. Thank you. Thank you for playing that. Thank, Thank you. you. That's very cool, That's guys. That's very cool. Guys, uh, I don't know where this ranks as far as how your career has gone so far. I know you've done the Netflix as a joke, comedy, spat. Mm -hmm. I know Tenacious D saw you and said we're bringing you guys on the road. Mm -hmm. Hearing the world premiere of your brand new song, K-Rock, for us. I think you guys are going to blow up this year. It's going to be a huge year for Wolves of Glendale and That's for a lot of nice. people getting to meet you for the first time now. This year is going to be a huge year? This will be. Their, the well, rest I of guess it. they're almost 30. Yeah, you have another two weeks left. Yeah, we got two weeks. <laughs> no! In the next Q2 two weeks, four. you're done. We're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by today. Thank you for thanks, having us. Thanks it's for so cool. anything uh, it's in the future you uh, we can play. You please get it to us first. Oh man, that's awesome. We love you guys. We'll thank give, you for having we'll us. We'll give away another pair of tickets uh, to see them at their Troubadour. There's all these people on the phone that really want to put you guys up to the challenge of doing songs. Oh yeah, let's try it again. Bring it on. Let's see if we can hit it. It's like, uh, but it's weird because hold, J Jr. Quickly with Wolves of Glendale. What do you got? I got <laughs> Beastie Boys. Intergalactic oh. and Justin Timberlake. Oh, Intergalactic and any Justin Timberlake. You know Justin Timberlake? Uh, I know. Do you know Senorita? Oh, mirrors or something? Senorita. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's sick. Oh, yeah. Intergalactic. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. Intergalactic planetary. Intergalactic sexy bag. They can do anything. We can do anything. That's perfect. Not well, but they can do anything. No, 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 not good. Well, that was perfect. 
That was note perfect. Yeah. Uh, would you like one final mean thing about our show said before we uh, wrap up the keyboard and say goodbye to Wolves of Glendale, Allie? Do you, think you know what? You I think it? we should close it out with a real confidence builder. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Allie and I were just starting to feel good about ourselves as the year is coming to an end. These were all actual insults written about our show this year. Thank you for the thousands of you that wrote mean things about our show. And now, for the final time, oh, man. the mean yeah, thing. These are all rough. They're all pretty mean. Go ahead. I put on your show in my Uber, and within three minutes, my passenger got out and ran, and they were fat. Because <laughs> 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 really you know how fat people don't like to run. They don't like to run. Right, right. That's <laughs> unnecessary. This guy's obviously a stand-up or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, he must have got to go on tour. Uh, and I'm seeing it here. That was Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, my oh God. My God. Yeah, See a, him at Netflix as a joke. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. right, thank you. Uh, Wolves of Glendale. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Thank you. Blink on K-Rock. Thank you, Blink. Klein Alley Show, K-Rock. Thank you, Wolves of Glendale, for stopping by to sing some of the meanest things that were said about the show. They can read the text line now, and there'll be a whole new album of mean things said about our show. It's you amazing. Know, 510 said, I surprisingly feel better about myself after the last 45 minutes. That is weird. Um, 818 said, way to remind me of how unaccomplished I am. And 213 said, their new song is both depressing and hilarious all at once. Yeah, that's what you want in, in a song. And it, it is always interesting when I hear about someone who, like, whatever, there's like that 30 under 30 list or whatever. I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, man, I've missed that one now. I've missed Just maybe, narrowly missed the yeah, Forbes list. I just got to get on that 60 under 60 list and I'll be <laughs> fine. I still got a few years left to get on that 50 under 50. Let's <laughs> go, baby. You can make it happen. Uh, we will uh, take a super quick break. We're here for the live interactive show all week long. If you need stuff from us, the number is 800-520-1067. Lots to get to still, including uh, if you were on a first date this weekend and you would love to share with us the details. We'll get into a little where'd you go, how far'd you go. Coming up later this morning, your ADD News, the second we get back from this quick break and more next. Okay, Rock, we are Klein Alley Show live this week as uh, last week of the year for us. Then we're going to take some time, be back again, of course, in January, but at least we think so. We don't know. This company has a history of getting rid of us right before Christmas, so we'll see what shakes loose. It is I, fun, though. It's it a is, fun game of roulette you play. It's always fun when the phone rings that last week of the year and it, uh, it says Odyssey is calling. You never, It's never usually, guys, just want to say thanks for all the hard work this yeah. year. Here's a little holiday, something extra. Even when I get like a delivery that I'm not expecting, where it's yeah. like same day delivery of high importance, I'm like, this is my separation letter. <laughs> yeah. How bad is that? That that's how we go through life. <laughs> it's like it's papers. I don't want them. No wonder we're aging terribly. Here yeah. is your news. Grab your Adderall. No, seriously, grab it. The shortage is real. It's time for ADD news. By the way, if you need any, I know a guy. So this is big, big, big news for all the gays going into the holidays. And you can bring this up at any argument you have with your conservative uncle at the holiday dinner. The Pope is now cool with the gays. This is one of the biggest, if not the biggest steps forward for the Catholic religion when it comes to LGBT acceptance. He has officially allowed priests to bless same-sex couple relationships. And that is massive. And if I could get serious for a moment, I went to Catholic school and I kind of, when I figured out I was gay, I was really conflicted because I was like, it seems like this religion that I've been a part of my whole life doesn't really accept who I am. Mm -hmm. And then I went on a trip, uh, eventually went to the Vatican and I was like, hey, while I'm here, why don't I go to confession at the Vatican church, the church, right? The biggest one. And I went to confession and I said, I feel scared because I feel like the Catholic religion doesn't accept me because I'm gay. And the priest said, you know, God's with you wherever you go. And I was like, 
that's such a non-answer. Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't feel like that's when I really parted ways with Catholicism because I was like, that's not like, come on. What were you waiting to hear? I was waiting to hear, we accept you. Case. I was waiting to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the former Pope. If they the want to use that, that's, uh, they can have, you guys can use my audio. You that's can put, blessing. It, that's put my it on blessing. That, little, um, that little placard outside that has the letters on it. When I said goddamn the gays, that was taken very much out of context. And Omar, boy, he lo- is that one of your favorite clips of the year, Omar? That's one of my favorites. I seldom, I seldom really get to use it, but yeah. Goddamn the gays. In this case, it. it worked perfectly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go gays, go Pope. All right, Greyhound buses are not doing great right now, and they need our help to survive. Buses They're not in- getting it. Sorry, Greyhound. Yeah, I don't know about that. You've done nothing for nobody. Tis the season of giving, but I don't know if I can give to a Greyhound. Buses in general don't have great reputations anyway, and I feel like when you're a kid, it's all like, ooh, fun, buses, wheels on the bus, round and round, la la la. Then when you're an adult, no one's really on a bus when they want, because they want to be on a bus, right? And so... As a result, people are taking buses less and less, and then the less they take them, the less money they make, and then, you know, it just goes by the wayside. Greyhound is now having to close down so many of their stops that, like, it's making it impossible for even Greyhound regulars to be Greyhound regulars. They were saying that one of the, bu- one of the bus stops is now just a, a parking lot with a trailer in it. And it just looks so sketchy and horrible that well, people are like, well, I don't want to go here to this sketchy Greyhound station and get murdered. And then it just is a perpetuating thing. Eventually, then they'll just have to close more and more and more, and then Greyhound will just be gone. I had the pleasure of riding Greyhound one time, and it was the scary... It really is a scary experience because you do have to kind of keep an eye open. There's Sometimes you get a real collection of people on there. Some are just yelling randomly. Probably, uh, probably the worst smelling yeah. bus I've ever been on. Yeah. Oh, you've Greyhound. done Greyhound before too? Yeah. Um, a homeless guy passed me a love note. No, that's cool. Yeah. You must have felt good about that. I actually though. really did. Temporarily. I was like, of all the people on he the bus. He's probably trying to get you to pass with the person next to you, and Allie just opened it and goes, oh, really? <laughs> okay. About me? You shouldn't have. Uh, but the the biggest problem with Greyhound, because I have been on other buses, like other brands yeah. of bus for travel, and it's not terrible, but they have figured out a way, like, let's say, say you need to take a Greyhound bus. Let's just say you're going from here to Vegas. That's a drive that would take most normal people four hours. Greyhound figures out a way to make that a 17-hour trip. And the one bathroom will be not working, not working after an hour. And and that's the biggest issue about it is you would think, all right, it will take the same amount as it would to drive there. But they figure out a way to go in this ridiculous, we're going to stop and wait three hours in Bakersfield. Then we're going to go to, uh, you know. It's never places that you want to stop. Right. And, and and I understand that's the part of their, their plan of how do we keep this to, to be $19. But it just feels like even the people that are going, this is the cheapest thing ever, are like, it's not worth it. Right. And, and the issue for a while with Santa Monica and why there's so many homeless people in Santa Monica, which really was like the beginning of really all of the homeless people in Southern California, it's because anyone who hopped on any Greyhound bus anywhere in the country, if you just stayed on it until they finally woke you up and threw you, you off, it was, it was Santa Monica. That was right. the last stop. So wow. they'd be like, all right, you've been sleeping on this bus for four weeks now, time to throw you off. Right. And that became the beginning of that. But Greyhound... Very few, if anyone's got a positive Greyhound experience story, I'd love to hear from you. Because most people, it's like, that's the time I got stabbed. That's mm-hmm. the time I got robbed. And that's it was when I, I was at my, my brokest. And I was like, I need to get to this one place. And then even getting to the Greyhound station was impossible. Hold on. Someone on the, you're a positive Greyhound person, Maria? Hi. It, I don't know if it's really positive, oh. but <laughs> they, ditched, they ditched my kids in Bakersfield. We picked, they picked them up in Long Beach. They came to Bakersfield. 
and they tell them another bus is coming, everybody off. The bus station was closed. It was 10 p.m. at night. I'm at work, and then we get a call that they need to get picked up because it's real scary. There were drug addicts around. Yeah, that sounds about right. No. That story checks out right there. But that's the good story, by the way. That's the best one we could find. I know. It only goes up from here. Right. All right, there's a lot of debate on how many meals per day a a person should eat. You know, some people do the traditional three meals a day. Some do small, frequent meals. Some people just do one big meal. But whatever you think you do, here's the hard truth. American adults, according to a new study, are eating an average of one extra meal per day just in snacks and crap food. Across the nation, adults consume up to 500 calories of in non-nutritious treats that make up the equivalent of one full meal. I was thinking it was way more than that in my world. <laughs> I'm shocked. Dude, 500 one. calories sounds low. Yeah, yeah it sounds low. <laughs> Super low. What does that like, say about us? We're like, oh, only 500? Oh. Yeah. Wait, 500 <laughs> extra? I Dude, think that's pretty good. easy. Because if I come across one of those 100-calorie packs, in my mind, I'm like, I could eat the whole box, and it's still under 1,000 calories. And I do eat the whole box. That's unbelievable. I would say that I do skip lunch usually. Yeah, but you also skip breakfast. Right, but I have snacks... I start my snacking pretty much immediately following the show, and I usually go snack, 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 snack. I think you do non-nutritious foods until dinner time. And then I'll do dinner, but then I'll still squeeze in usually two snacks post-dinner. <laughs> That's the secret, kids. Okay? <laughs> to this. This is the world-famous K-Rock. All right, welcome to 9 o'clock on a Monday morning here. It is K-Rock. We are Klein Alley Show. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, perhaps you're listening to us now. Because you made a mistake. Regardless, we're glad to have you. If you need us, 800-520-1067. Were you on a date this weekend? A first date, perhaps? Love to hear the details. We'll get into a little where'd you go, how far'd you go, coming up later this hour. I am Klein. That is Allie. Hello. You got uh, Postmaster Johnny in the back taking them calls. You got DJ Omar Khan. Yo, yo. Playing everything we've said out of context so that we can be sabotaged and eventually sued and or fired. And then, of course, you got uh, Jake the Nerd over there. What's so up? We are a complete operation of sorts. Lots to get to this hour, and the text line has been very active today, which I'm surprised about because I thought most people got the hell out of here. 949, when I was in the fourth grade, we moved from New York to California, and we used a Greyhound bus to get there. It was four days straight of being on a Greyhound, and I got car sick on day one. Sucks for everyone so else, So it's just throwing up for four days straight. 951 said, when I was a kid, I always wanted to ride a Greyhound bus. I thought it was such a luxurious way of travel. And I've still never traveled in one, but I have a desire to try it once. Just don't. I would say just keep that image in your head that it's great. Someone, you say? Someone for uh, flights got canceled multiple times to Greyhound. Guy asked if he could sit on my lap. See, that's that's the kind of conversation you have on Greyhound. There's plenty <laughs> of seats here. Is it cheaper, here. though? Because maybe I'll... <laughs> Allie would get in on that. 510 wanted to know if Omar can do his top 10 most problematic clips of 2023 and put them on the show. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think I could come up with something. Wasabi! <laughs> I'd like you to not do that. Hey, list. Kai, what do you support? Say that again now? What do you support, Omar? Oh. Uh, what now? What? I was saying, hey, Klein, what do you support, Omar? Oh. Uh, um, I support ISIS. For the record, thank you. Okay, you're welcome. You're like you're, I love how the third time you still didn't even change I, your delivery. Yeah, I know, Jake. Did you, you put like the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, dude. That was really weird. Thank I was you. like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Omar, what to use What? I think you can include Jake's question in the most problematic question yeah. of 2023. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that at all. Uh, hold on, Allie. We have a positive Greyhound story. Really? Wait, I can't believe it either. Hello. Um, 
Warren, you're on K-Rock. Hello. Hey, uh, so I was riding a Greyhound from Central Florida over to uh, Mississippi, and, you know, we started off, I was sitting in the parking lot at deep hours of the night, watching some kids learning to grab a hold of their fear of the dark because they were by themselves. I was in Jacksonville where I had to wait for four hours. Guy tried to rob me, but fortunately I was tougher than him, so he went away. I uh, met a Marine who told me how many people you could kill with a grenade okay. in Iraq. All right. <laughs> See, Allie? Everyone's feel-good uh, ground awesome, story. I got way. robbed, but I won. Yeah, that's beat, a great story. He beat the robber, and he learned how to kill a bunch of people with a grenade. And that's Greyhound for you, folks. This is K-Rock, Klein Alley Show. Nice to meet you. You know, 562 said... Um, Thanks for being on the air this week. Unfortunately, I don't get paid vacation. I'm a truck driver, and I listen to you guys every morning, and you put a smile on my face when others flip me off or cut me off. Well, we're not here by choice. And we're flipping you off. You just can't see it. Yeah, we're thrilled. Thank you for saying that. And uh, we look forward to hanging out with you all week long. Um, Judge me. Don't judge me until I ask you if you would judge, but also I think for a moment before you're very quick to say, Klein did the wrong thing here, I want to know... And I'll ask each of you, except for Jay, because no one can understand him. <laughs> That's the audio. Let's reference a deep cut clip. I want to know <laughs> if play it again. If <laughs> I want to know if you would have done the same thing. I had to go to most of my weekends now. Unfortunately, if you have young kids, you know what I'm talking about. Are spent going from birthday party to birthday party to birthday party, and these are kids that I don't know. I don't know the parents. I don't know the kids. All I know is you got to go to this bounce house place, or you got to go to this. Uh, indoor gym or you got to go to it's all one of the same five sorts of places yeah and I'm not fully immersed in that yet but I am getting little glimpses of parent to parent small talk it's the worst it's so bad the worst and I'm like you know what I think I'm just going to sit here in silence with you I was at a place I'd rather do that I was at a place on Saturday called Pump It Up in Van Nuys, California it's an indoor bounce house park of some sort so if you're a child there's probably nothing better on the planet yeah and a lot of times what I will do is if I know that I am, because I don't really know my schedule. My wife will just tell me it's Saturday. She'll say, you're taking, you're taking one of the kids to this party. And I'll go, just tell me where I got to go. What That's I need, so sad. What you I need can't to even get. make plans for yourself? Nope, I don't know. It's like, here's uh, your list of if, choice, it, chores. Allie, if I tried to make plans for myself, like if I was real excited, like, oh, I'm going to watch you know, the, one of the bowl games, it would, I would get excited to do that. And then I would be like, I'm heading out to watch. And she'd say, what are you doing? She's got a birthday party at the mountain. You got to, so... I don't make plans for myself because I know that they will instantly be oh. canceled with some obligation I have to do. It's very sad. That's terrible. Use a condom, kids. <laughs> so I go to this place, and at least I say to myself, I'm going to go hungry because there should be food. Food. At the very least, you get some cake. But I, I in my head, when I, whenever I know what uh, if the hours of the party, in my mind, if I go into noon to two party, that implies there will be some sort of food served. At least crappy pizza. At least crappy pizza, but I was hoping for better than just crappy pizza. So we get there. There's a lot of bouncing around and this and that, and then they open up the door. To and like the, way, the party area. The way it works is there's like nine birthday parties happening at the same time. Yeah, and Each, they're all in like numbered rooms, right, right? Right, exactly. And the rooms are all, you can kind of see what's going on in the other rooms. And you can see like the parents who tried and the parents who didn't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and as I get into the parking lot, I see which places are delivering food. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, there's some good trucks here. Nice. I see a corner bakery truck. I see oh. a Jersey Mike's truck. Cool. I see, I mean, I just think there's some options there. And I'm going, this is good because I came hungry for this thing. Um, I then... 
see the room that is with the party we're at. And I think one of the parents may be a nutritionist or something because all it was was bottles of water and veggie platters. Ew. The worst of the platter in the history of platters is the veggie platter. Well, the, bl- the veggie platter needs to go next to something better. Right. So that when people feel bad for eating so much of the other thing, they can eat a stick of broccoli and feel better about themselves. They don't even eat it. They just put it on the plate so that it appears <laughs> like I care a little bit about what so people think of me. they can smother it in ranch, buffalo ranch <laughs> dressing. <laughs> right. I mean, everyone does that. They take like a thing, like, like, all right, my plate's looking a little unhealthy, so I'll just throw like a carrot stick on here and everyone yeah. will think. So I keep going. There's a space where I think they're going to put something out down next to the veggie platter. Cool, uh-huh. And I'm going, what could it be? In my mind, my mind's racing. Maybe it's the Jersey Mike's. That'd be best. Could be, what I'm going, could be any of these things. And I'm ready to go. And I know it's probably for the kids first, but I'm also one of these people that I do that thing where I'll grab the food and I'll yell to a child like, I'm getting your sandwich. But yeah. like, it's really for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. And um, the only thing that went down next to the platters of food platters of vegetables was plates to put the vegetables on. Oh my god. And I realized I'm at a veggie platter party. This is going to be terrible. You know, this makes me so sad, sad that kids have to be raised in an environment where it's like health food all the time. And I understand, you worst. know, we can't have like sugary cereal every morning and you know, you got to make a little bit better, not McDonald's every day, but like veggie platters only for a birthday party. No kid deserves that. Now in the room next to me, I see a real spread. I mean, a real deal. Sandwiches, <gasps> pizzas, all the stuff, cool. all the best things on the planet are in the room next to me. And it's kind of chaos. Like, every it's room. It's hard to tell which room belongs. Yeah, which so kid belongs in which room. I had a that. moment where I said to myself, if I just kind of slowly back into this room and head over to the sandwich platter, are they really going to know that I'm not with that party? Like, are they really going to know that I am with this other party? And can't I just be like, whoopsie? I only have a color coded bracelet on. I didn't have a bracelet. Oh, really? There was no way they could have known cool. by looking at me if I was with which party. So I decided it's kind of like the victimless crime, really, because they've got a lot of food and I'm at a vegetable uh, platter party. Yeah, but sometimes there's like one mom that's like very, she's got her I, eye on I, everybody. I walked by it three different times just to look and scope it out. It seemed kind of chaos. It really seems okay. chaos because you got kids running back and forth. They're running this and that. So I decide that I'm going to go to the bathroom, and then when I walk back in, I'm going to, oopsies, walk into the wrong room, and then just kind of head over to the table, load up a plate, and then I then realize, oh my gosh, this isn't my room. Right, but I've already licked it, so I got to eat it now, right? <laughs> so I, Those are kid rules. That's Just got to play with the rules. <laughs> so I do the thing where I walk in the hall, then walk back in, now I'm standing. And by the way, I don't know the parents at the other party. I really know... No parents and no kids at So you feel anonymous enough in the environment to just float. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of float. I float in, go right up to the platter. They got nice spread, almost untouched, too. Nothing better than being at a platter when it's like untouched, you know? And I grab half of an Italian sub of some sort, which looked great. Then I see some pizzas there. I say, I might as well grab a slice, too, (laughs) because while, you know, when in Rome. And I've got the plate, and I start kind of walking towards the exit. And this man goes, hey, what's up? Tom's dad. Nice to meet you. <gasps> and I go, hey, how you doing? Uh, Sienna's dad. I couldn't even make up a name. I gave my real kid's name. <laughs> and he goes. I'm uh, not Sienna's dad. He goes, uh, he goes, which one's Sienna? And I go. Ah, she's over there. No, Sienna, get back here. She's, uh, can't keep track of these kids. You know what I mean? And he pulls another parent over and goes, 
this is Sienna's dad. Oh, my God. And then the other guy goes, which one is Sienna? Now, all of a sudden, I found the two dads that seem to care about the names of the kids. Which also, those dads would probably support your choice. So now, you think? I, well, I, I'm standing like, there. What, even if they found out what you were doing? I don't know because I felt like they knew what was going on. And I felt like rather than just be like, hey, you're stealing our food, they just decided let's make this uncomfortable for him. So I stood there and then I kind of pointed in the general vicinity of what, like, was like six kids, you know? And I was like, ah, oh, she's got to be over there somewhere. And then the, one, the second dad goes, Sienna! And, oh no, and my none God. of the kids looked. So now I'm standing there holding the plate of food, realize, knowing knowing all well I'm not in the right room and I did this to get the food. And then I said, oh man, did she run out of here again? Oh, I'm going to really give it to her. <laughs> and then I go, let me see if she ran to the bathroom. And I kind of leave holding the plate of food and I just got to yell out, you know, hey, yeah. Sienna. Get back here, you. You little whippersnapper. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and then I sidestep into my room and every parent now in the I'm in the proper party room now goes up to me and goes, "Whoa, where'd you get?" Everyone's <gasps> like, "Whoa, where'd you get the food?" Oh my god! And they're all, like, they're all hungry. They're eyes. all ravenous too. <laughs> yeah, and they're and, like all pale and sickly and, looking. And then I had to go. I think I went into the wrong uh, party room accidentally. And then you feel bad eating it in front of them. No, I didn't. <laughs> I, no, I did not. I was like, I was chewing as I was telling him, like, no, man, I make my mistake. And then you meet Tom's dad. I felt like it was like done and done. I got away with it. I'm getting in the parking lot. It's the end of the done party's over. I get in the car afterwards, and I'm parked right next to the dad of the party I snuck into. And, and he, did he look at you? And he gave me a look, oh. and he and he just knew. And it was that moment. He didn't have to say anything. I just knew. I was, and I felt, I felt ashamed, but also but proud, also full. but also full. <laughs> Mostly full, Allie. Rise Against K-Rock Monday morning, Clan Alley Show, live with new shows all week. Chance for you to win stuff from us. And throughout the day on K-Rock, your Big Bear lift tickets, starting uh, with Nicole Alvarez and going on throughout the rest of the day, straight up through 7 p.m. Be ready to go to Big Bear, ski, snowboard, or just soak in that high altitude. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Allie, you know, when we do Where'd You Go, Far'd You Go on the show, um, we always hear a variety of different answers. These are some of the ones we heard just this year alone in the Where'd You Go portion of it. Well, actually, um, this guy couldn't perform, so I ended up just having sex with other people at the party. No, she she just, like, I got off of her, and she got out of my car and left. <laughs> and then all night, he had diarrhea on himself during his sleep. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't perform, so I just, you know, um, satisfied my needs with other guests. Never know when you go on a new date how it's going to end up. And uh, the questions I think everyone wants to know when you get back from that date is, uh, where'd you guys go? How far'd you go? We get to the bottom of it all. Right now, hit it. Oh, crap. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> it's almost a well-oiled machine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're already... Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys go play bingo? Where'd you go? How far'd you go? Did you guys take a slow or no? Live radio show. Oh, man, I wasn't ready. Let's get to it. Uh, let's say hi to... We've done a lot of women. Let's do a guy. Hey, John. Yes. Hey, you were on a first date? Yes, I was. All right. You'll be uh, honest with us as we ask you some questions? Yeah, 100%. I right, appreciate you in advance. All right. Well, how did you meet the person you went out with? Uh, funny enough, I met them over a Facebook dating app. What is that dating app? Facebook dating app? Yeah, so if you like, go on Facebook on the mobile... Um, app there's like a little heart icon and uh i just figured it'd be a little bit more serious than finding somebody like on tinder and mm -hmm. i mean you know, i would uh, assume anybody who's using that is serious they're just all ants why, 
Definitely yeah. someone's aunt. He definitely met someone's aunt. All right, aunt. so he went on a date with someone's aunt. All right, we well, just get a question, and then we're going to figure out where'd you go, how far did you go. Let's not mock the guy who was nice enough to call us with the story no, yet. Sorry. Let's save that for the end. I'm uh, sure she was a nice aunt. Let's get to, uh, we each get one question as we try to figure this out, and everyone can play along. Where'd you go, how far did you go? Allie, why don't you start? All right, uh, what is the best holiday gift you've ever received? What do you consider a good holiday holiday gift, and, and, and have you gotten one? I've gotten... A 420 pack from my sister, which included all the essentials. Okay, so a big weed order. Yes. Nice. All right, uh, Jake, you got a question for this guy, John, on the phone, who went on a first date this weekend with somebody he met on Facebook dating. Yeah, uh, what is your drug of choice? I like to hit the slopes, man. Oh, he's a, he's a Coke guy. <laughs> really? Nice. Omar. <laughs> nice. Dude, right. these guys had sex. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Omar, you got a question for uh, John about this date he went on. Uh, yeah, John, um, uh, w- give me one kind of like, you know, uh, Christmas uh, holiday tradition that you do every year with your family. Cocaine. Uh, I think you just said it. Just cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you know, we have a white, uh, white Christmas. <laughs> Okay. All right. Fair enough. No, what's a real? Let's not put words in Why isn't anyone eating? Let's. <laughs> John, seriously, what is a holiday tradition that you do every year? You did growing up. Uh, we do a secret Santa. Secret Santa. Okay. Also known as white, pure white elephant. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's good stuff. All right, John. Serious question now. What is the best breakfast cereal? Ooh, that's a tough one, but. I'll probably go, unpopular opinion, Honey Bunches of Oats. Ooh, oh, interesting. That is an unpopular opinion. Honey Bunches of Oats. All right, we've learned a little bit about John. The question is, where did he go, how far did he go on the date? He's a blow guy. He's a Honey Bunches of Oats guy. <laughs> He's a blow guy. He's, uh, he uh, likes to... How do you feel the, about that? got a 420 pack from his sister. He likes doing the uh, Secret Santa with his family around the holidays. He's on Facebook dating. And he's on Facebook dating. This guy definitely has no criminal record. Do you have a criminal record, John? I don't think he does. John? Nope. Yeah, wow. No. Hasn't got caught. He hasn't gotten caught, <laughs> There you Allie, go. There see? you go. All right, Allie, we got a guess now. Uh, where'd he go? How far'd he go on the date? This is a person he met. A woman you went out with that you met on a Facebook dating? Yes. Okay. All right, Allie, got okay. a guess. I, do, I don't think this was an aunt, but I do think that you hooked up with a beautiful young mom who hasn't been out in a while. So you invited her just to a bar by your house. You had happy hour. Things got, She was slamming down those Chardonnays like crazy. Then she found out you did blow, and then you guys did it all night. Uh, and I think you went to his to your place because, you know, she's got like a babysitter or something. Mm-hmm. And you just pulled an all-nighter, and I think she's still there right now. Okay, desperate mom, and they went out, and she like uh, months worth of going out all backed up. Yeah. You're saying, okay, Ali said, and full sex. All right, mom, happy hour, bar, sex. Omar, where'd he go? How far'd he go? I think uh, John is definitely looking for a, a true romance, so I think he took it slow. So I don't think he went all the way. I and I do think that they went to one of those shopping centers that that had like the ice rink, ah. and uh, you know they had like a nice romantic date, and then afterwards maybe they, they went uh, to have a couple of drinks like at a yard house type of place, and they had a blast, and they had like a good night kiss, and they went on their separate ways, but they're gonna have a follow up date. 
Interesting. Oh, wow. Oh, very traditional. Romantic ice skating day. Mm -hmm. They do put up those seasonal rinks. It's always yep. nice in Southern California. You get to skate through a puddle. <laughs> Jake, you got a guess? Yeah, I think there's a lot of really cool shows happening this weekend. So I think they went to a concert, and then they ended up hitting the yayo. And, uh, yeah, they, they did it at his apartment, and then they're going to go out again this next weekend. All right. Well, here's I'm so torn on a couple of things because I think that because it was the Facebook, it's someone he knew through someone somehow. It was not totally random. Because I think the algorithm tries to give you that weird connection anyway. So I think that you, you ended up going out with... Like a friend's like a sister or... No, I think it was someone that he realized they had a connection with. I don't know how. We'll find out, hopefully. Where did they go on the date? Hmm. There is a lot of that dumb holiday stuff going on right now. Maybe to the mall. They had to do some of that last-minute holiday shopping. Let's just go together, whatever. And I do think they did it in someone's car. They definitely had sex in a car. He strikes me as a car <laughs> sex guy. Okay. Well, he's time. laughing. I yeah. bet you've had car okay. sex before, right? Yeah, numerous yeah. times. Numerous <laughs> times. See, I knew it. You hear it in his voice. All right, are any of us exactly right, John? I want to say Ali and uh, Omar got the closest, but aren't, you know, hitting the nail yet. Okay. All right, where'd you go? How far did you go? Moment of truth. First things first, it was a dry night. No, no partying. But right. we went to the uh, Cheesecake Factory. <sighs> oh. Wine and Dinder. Uh, had a couple of drinks at the bar while we were waiting on our table. Uh, hit it off. Good conversation. Never a dull moment. We proceeded to go back to her place because she did have a babysitter. Uh, put on a movie. Continued drinking. And oh, you said it was a dry night. night. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It started as a dry <laughs> I night. I think that's considered a dry no, night. There was no cocaine. Oh, no, no blow, no blow, no blow just booze. Okay, yeah. so you drank at the Cheesecake Factory bar. Everyone knows it's the hardest bar in town to get into. It was the Cheesecake Factory bar. <laughs> and then you uh, had a nice conversation. What did you order from that giant phone book size menu there? I had the steak, the ends, the medallion steaks. Mm. It's good order. Steak ends. I like that. Smart. Okay. And then uh, you go back to her place, and there's a babysitter there. The babysitter leaves. No, there was the the son was not there. We were at oh. the place ourselves. Oh, that's nice. Oh, because the kid was at the babysitter's. Yes. Got it. Got that's it, got a it. good move. That's nice. a mom who knows she's about to get drunk. Yeah, drop right. him right off. <laughs> right. That's good. It's good. Moms are good at planning, Allie. You know that. He's taking me to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Take this baby take somewhere this baby. else. Someone's getting steak ends, and then they're getting their ends. You know. So then you, uh, what happened at the house? Uh, continued to drink. Uh, started getting into some uh, passionate kissing. Um, then... Gave Ali's mom a run for her money. Oh. <laughs> oh, whoa. She thro throat goat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, funny thing, the funny thing about that is uh, when the time was coming, no, when the time was coming, she had a sectional couch, feet hanging off the couch. Her cat decided to jump up, throw her claws into my foot, <gasps> and bite my big toe. No. As the business happened. While you so were as, about to... As, as that was oh. happening? That was a new fetish unlocked. Wow. Oh, and the cat has a man. foot fetish. <laughs> See, it all comes back to Facebook. So it really does, Alan. <laughs> Lady so, with a cat. So you had just foot... Just wants to hang and, out. And that was the word ended. Uh, uh, she satisfied you and that was the end of the day? Nah. 
kept going uh, two more times after that. Wow. Man, this guy's a hero. Yeah, it was, uh, like you said, uh, got a month's worth of... Uh, yeah, she was all backed up. That's, you find a mom who gets the night off. You take full advantage. Yeah, you have the night on. So many songs mm. people sent about Ali's mom, by the way. We haven't had time to play these today. I'm the throat goat. I'm the throat goat. One of the many songs. Who we sings got that? Don't worry what about is that? It. Your mom has inspired so much music, Allie. That was only one version. Is that Crystal Method? Here's another one. Throat go, throat go. He like when I go slow. He like a no hands up. He give me them bands up. This is actually Allie's mom rapping. This he like when I choke, choke. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. John, you know what that's about, right? That's oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There's an EDM version, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John, congratulations. Sounds like you had a great night. Yeah, we did. And should... I just want to say, Klein Alley, you guys make my mornings every day. Jake the Nerd, Omar Khan, you guys are Thank hilarious. Thank you. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, brother. This man knows. He got a full experience right there. If they don't take that entire story and print that on one of the many pages of the Cheesecake Factory menu for people to read, <laughs> word I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, if, I was, if I was reading that, you better believe I'd up my order. More steak ends over here ASAP. It's K Rock. All right, let's get out of here. If you need us in the meantime, goat line open now, 844-956-GOAT. Use that number. We'll unload goats tomorrow. Final unloading of the goats before the end of the year. Any thoughts you have about the show, good, bad, or otherwise, you can leave them there. Also, your DIY theme songs, anything you want to get off your chest, or any questions you have from unfinished business, we've got into on the show. 844-956-GO. You can also hit us up, DMs, Klein Alley Show. If you're not already following while you're there, you can check out some of the uh, performance that happened earlier this morning. Thanks again, Wolves of Glendale, for stopping by to uh, sing us some of the meanest comments that were made about the show this year. Uh, later this week, we'll uh, start doing some recapping. Omar will play with you uh, his top 10 most problematic quotes of the year. You'll re re-air those so that you'll have an opportunity. Chachi. I don't know why that's problematic, <laughs> but thank you for playing it anyway. But I'm upset. I'm somehow offended. Uh, we'll get to that. Some oh, of the yeah, uh, original it. songs. Jing, 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 jing. Oh, yeah. Haven't heard that one in a while. Not, not problematic, even a little bit. It's an impression of a slot machine. So, once again, I don't understand what the issue is. I think we should just stop doing impressions. Uh, yeah. Especially well, about- I don't know. <laughs> I think I was eating during that. I think that was uh-huh. one of the top. But I what will be number one? <laughs> I don't we'll think anyone can top those. Those all sounded <laughs> equally terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you need us, uh, whatever, you can find us. We'll be back in tomorrow. More live shows. We're here every day this week. Unless one of us gets sick. Oh, you planting a seed? <laughs> I'm planning on getting sick around Thursday. I haven't figured it out yet. Let me go and lick this shoe. I think there's like some strep going through my house right now, so it'll get to me eventually, oh. I'm sure. All right, 916 on the text line. My takeaway is that Mike Ross is the lead singer of the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, it's a good takeaway from today's show. During, uh, do you know the band on your shirt? Congratulations, Mike Ross, on a very successful career singing for the Smashing Pumpkins. 818, my takeaway is a used gift becomes cool when you call it a vintage gift. That's all you got to do. Change the word from used to vintage. You buy a used car, people are like, ah, oh, it's too bad. But you say, I got a vintage car. Like, oh, yeah. you're cool. 66, my takeaway is that Sienna's dad is a party crasher. Thank you. If you got sandwiches, I will be at your party if I'm invited or not. Have a great rest of your day. Oh, you got a takeaway, Jake? Go ahead. Yeah, somehow insults are worse when you see them.
Mm. I think they should somehow better, I believe. Uh, but maybe we'll listen back to the show and I'll think otherwise. Omar, takeaway? Uh, my takeaway is a dry night means no yayo. Yeah, dry night. You can do everything except the blow. And Allie, got a takeaway? My takeaway is you know you're in your 30s when you quote Jumanji. That's how you know you've officially made it to middle age. Have a great rest of your day. Omar, take us out. We'll do it again in just a bit. And uh, Nicole Alvarez here, 40 minutes nonstop K-Rack. 90s at noon. all starts now. <laughs> That they, they 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 feel that uh, um, uh, that you know they that they feel that uh, that. Um Congratulations! Pat yourself on the back. You've made it through another episode of Klein Alley Show. Now the real show can begin. Which one is that? My one-woman show about my life. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here, and thanks for downloading. Remember, we do a live show every morning on K-Rock. If you happen to be in your car, you can find us on 106.7 FM. Thanks for listening. Go tell some people and spread the word. Help us hashtag grow the show. It started on a winter morning. That's it for us. That's a problem. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.